Hey, this is Chris Pitzer of Ad House Books. We are currently at Heroes Con 2015, one of our favorite shows. And now you're going to listen to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> That sounds like an extremely well-rested woo-hoo. Well, we had the extra day. Yeah. Uh, that, that helped, and, and we had an awesome con weekend, those of us that attended. And, uh, yeah. And, best and, con we, ever. It was best con ever. <laughs> and we, we had a, uh, yeah, I think, I think, um, and most of my work woes uh, were fixed before the end of the work day. So my three hours tomorrow should be pretty sweet. So yeah, I, I guess it was pretty well rested. Most very short. Goody very long. Goody <laughs> what? Goody glue. Goody glue. Missed you guys. Yes. We could tell I you actually texted. I know you texted. For real. Us. Right. Am I seriously? Hey, actually actually more texted texted you. Oh well. Mm. No, I was doing homework. Get her done. Get her done. Love him. Do you? I do. Okay. Do you? Yeah, I think he's funny. I, funniest yeah. one, I think, is Ron White out of the four of them. Yeah, he's not hilarious, but he's amusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I amuse you. <laughs> like <laughs> clown. Holy shit! I eat. By the Would way, you... Jack, I'm yeah, looking sir. at that 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 inking job I had done, which we'll talk about. Oh, good. Yeah. And it uh, it really settled in nicely. It looks like. It, it looks like it would if the person actually inked it himself. That's awesome. I was yeah. so happy that fucking all worked out, man. Yeah. Happy enough to swear. It fucking, yeah. That's not, <laughs> Twice. That's not happy. And, oh, man. I mean, not, not, not bad for having his son do it. It looks really good. <laughs> hey, everybody. I think it's time. Is it? Yes. It's the best day of your week. What is it? 11 o'clock comics, episode 374. And I'm resting on my laurels this episode, Vince P. Oh, yeah, you are. I am, uh, I'm just rested, David A. Price. This is true. And I'm your new co-host, Gary. Yes! (laughs) You predicted that shit. Yes, I'm so giddy. Oh, my God, that made my night. I'm done. actually predicted it. There's a little bit of trivia in there for you. Do you remember who Reston Dane was and or is? I know who Taylor Dane is. Please. <laughs> Jesus. That's not even funny. It is. Jew- it is. Jew- dude, Jewish disco princess. Dude, my, no. my lawyer uh, that handled my lawsuit when I got in that truck accident when I was in college dated Taylor yeah. Dane for a spot. Oh. Seriously. She was smoking at one yeah, point. She was. she was. This was after that. This, this was after that point, though. Oh, nice. cool. Okay. But rest in Dane, David. Really? I'm... The- Right now, I'm just drawing a blank, bro. He's the Rook. Oh. Yeah, rest in day. The there you go, player. Oh. Ah. You were reaching. Well, here's the good news, Vince. Ah. Here's the good news. What it is. You're melancholy because you missed a great weekend and you missed us and we missed you too. But the great news is you'll be there with us next year. Yes. It's true. It's true. Well, uh, oh. for those of you keeping score oh. at home. Right. I, was, I was expecting to be like... Well, it depends if no, none of that shit, but all right. No, I'm going to be there. Okay, good. Sicilians don't welsh on bets. No, we don't. It's very, very important to to save face. Uh, I'm I'm almost Japanese. But for those of you keeping score at home, if you will remember, 
we had a little wager last episode. I thought that the boys were going to repeat past performances and go into the con by themselves and not bring home any uh, celebrity and or uh, connected persons uh, in- intros. But they really outdid themselves. I almost could have. Well, I would have done better. But I, I take what I can get and we got a, a nice number of intros. So you'll be hearing someone different for the rest of the year. That's right, baby. That's awesome. High five that. What, what? High five, boo. That, and it, yeah. it was pretty much because of his hustling, because of, of where he was. I mean, I was pretty much useless for Friday on. I, it'd be, and we'll explain, but it, it was, um, it was just because of, of how he was moving and the art he was picking up and, and who he was talking to. Um, it, it pretty much was all Jason. He had his phone out every time he was picking up art and, and, because he paid everybody pretty much up front. So when he came back to pick up the art, he had the phone ready and, uh, and it was all part of the, Hey, thanks for this. I'll, I'll see you later or, I'll, and oh, could you? And it just, it was a nice flow. It was, it was a beautiful thing watching it work. And, uh, that's exactly so what, what I you're said. Basically I'm trying to, you're trying to say that the key is, is to get bumpers for the show. We need to spend thousands of dollars at a con. Not in, <laughs> pretty not much. Yeah. No, I mean, it does grease the wheels. But if you went up to anyone who have done it in the past, I'm sure they would do it again. Yes. It's it's the new guys, yes, noobs, the ones with ones with which we are not, you know, the Kevin Watt is the same for greens. The, yes. And we left some on the table, I must say, as I think through it. Yes, which is and but that I didn't see Gregory Benton, which was kind no, of you know what he was right next to a couple of dudes we were, we knew and we knew you really wanted that one, but we just had no intro into him. He seemed very closed off. He was one of those dudes that was staring intently at whatever he was drawing and not really making eye contact. So it was awesome. Oh, I'm not doubting it. In fact, Vince, uh, at the auction, his piece was yeah. essentially the same characters from the cover of his book uh, mm-hmm. in a different scene. And uh, I bid on it for you, but I didn't win it. The, uh, what was the bid? I bid up to 300 bucks for it, but. <laughs> nice! It went, dude, I'm getting stiff! No, yeah, there was Seriously! Some, there was it went for I mean, like 600 though. Yeah. I'm not worth 600 Oh shit. Well, <laughs> dude, yeah, really. They aren't good. worth what they came out to be. The truth but is, I already have your birthday present, so if I didn't oh, have your birthday present, true. we might have gone up to that, but. See, that's nuts that you would even do that. Um, so. Whatever. There is one that, that that I asked Jason if he had gotten, and and he didn't. But then it's all right because now now it now you can actually do something for the show, Vince, and get an intro from from Linsner at at the comic shop. I can do that. Right. That that that's why I wasn't so so stressed about it. And and what was neat was that uh, Linsner and his uh, his lady friend were like, "Hey, is that 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 tattoo on your arm? Is that you?" And and I was like, "Yeah." And 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 they they got a kick out of it, so that was cool. Yeah. And you know what you'll get a kick out what? of? Low prices on your favorite oh, funny books and collections. Damn skippy. There's only one place to get them at their absolute lowest, and that's Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. That's B as in boy. DCBService.com. You can get your books extremely cheap, such as been harping on this but you best take note if you're not already on this train you better jump aboard because it's the hip-hop family tree is now monthly that's sick it's the sickness from fanographics it's 3.99 ed pisker amazing amazing talent is uh now giving you a monthly dose of what we've all come to love 3.99 your price a dollar 99 you save 50 percent off the cover price 
to other people with which we are very intimate uh, to varying degrees. Gabriel Hardman and Karina Becko have their Invisible Republic trade paperback volume one coming out very soon, and you can pre-order it at dcbservice.com for $4.99. That's five issues for $5. Even I can do that math. Buck a piece. You cannot go wrong. And last but not least, Neil Gaiman's Technophage hardcover uh, is specially discounted this month. Uh, Brian Talbot's in there. Al Davidson's in there. It's uh, available in two formats. You can get a hardcover. You can get softcover. I recommend the hardcover because the art is gorgeous. Uh, retails for twenty four ninety nine. You can take it home. Now, this is from uh, Super Genius for forty five percent of that. Thirteen dollars and seventy four cents for a hardcover. Do not balk. Don't be a terrible picture. Go to dcbservice.com and just get your stuff really cheap because they are the best. Yeah. Boom. What are you drinking, Vince? All right. Well, mm. I'm, drinking, I'm drinking water. I'm sorry. Really? I love water. It is it is the, the fluid of life. Okay. Uh Boy. What, what, <laughs> what if I, what, it's like I said I'm drinking urine or something. Well, that would at least have some flavor to it. Uh, <laughs> what are you drinking, Jason? Water I, am, I am drinking Miller Lite. I had one of those this weekend. Why don't you make fun of him? Because I had one of those this weekend. Yes. Oh, so and you, your brother's in shame now. It wasn't a Corona. <laughs> No, it was, I mean, it it, it was, it was all part of the, the whole weekend, dude. I, um, yeah, I just, it's true. He, he he had the extra beer and, 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 you know, Jason double fist because the bartenders at the, (laughs) at, at the Western bar, uh, are, are no bueno. They, they just do not, they're not good. So you kind of have to, uh, double up on your drinks because it's going to be once you finish the one you're drinking, it's going to be a while before you get your second. So, oh, you mean they're not very uh, they're, time? No, no, they're and they're not responsive. They're not attentive. They um, they, and they were extremely short staffed Saturday, which which I'm I'm still yeah, trying to figure really. out what was going on with that. Yep. So I I have a theory, but um, we won't get into you that do. now. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So that's that was so I'm 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 okay with the middle of light at least for tonight, dude, because it's not water. Does your theory involve Oreos? No. And, no and or KY. <laughs> Jason, or David, what are you drinking now? Uh, I am drinking the, well, it, it kind of sort of was somewhat the not quite official drink of the con weekend. It is what was left of the Henry McKenna Bottled and Bond bourbon whiskey that uh, that Jason did have a a glass of, uh, but mostly Mario and I kind of um, made out with this bottle this weekend. This is uh, 100 proof, which I can understand why why Jason had the reaction he he had, um, but it, it it's not bad. I, I ended up buying it down down there um, Thursday before I Renee. And I drove in on Friday, so Thursday I hit the uh, the ABC store. I, I kind of – it always weirds me out when we go shopping down south because you can buy wine at like CVS and Walmart, but the hard stuff can only be obtained at uh, at the packaging store, the ABC store, which is pretty much um, run by the state. So I had to run into one of those shops to get um, some some whiskey for, for the weekend. And, and so I – 
am holding on to uh, what we have left to, to, to remember the weekend by. I, I, I could say it was an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit would kill me. Pure it's, rock gut. It, yeah, Pure no, rock gut. I, I did not expect it to be as, as, I didn't know it was 100 proof, honestly, when I picked it up, but it, it is stronger than I expected it to be, and, and I have two, two ice orbs in it to, to kinda dilute it a bit just because it is a little on the strong side. Plus I had wine with dinner, so I'm really not trying to mix. I, I love how specific you are. I have two ice orbs. I know, because that's like, well, how big are the cubes? But if you kind of know what orbs, how big the orbs can be, then, then yeah, you kind of have an idea as to what I'm working with. I'll show you my orbs. Yeah, you uh-huh. will. Show, show us what you're working right. with. Next to Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got to do this. I want to hear all about it. Mm. Oh, where to begin? Exactly. Jason got there before I did, I believe. Uh, I guess that is true. Um, it was a little oh, different sure. than last year because last yeah. year we got there Thursday. Well, I got there. Yeah. Did, did we both get there Thursday? Yeah. I got there a little after you on Thursday night. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We booze it up. Um, so we both got there on Friday actually after the show was open, believe it or not. And, uh, I somehow managed not to have an anxiety attack over that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, we, 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 Friday is always a day of work for me. Um, it's this strange balance at a con now where, um, especially cause Friday's typically not that crowded and it's the first time you're seeing a lot of these people and understandably everybody wants to say hello, chit chat, catch up. And I'm generally down for that, but I, uh, Friday, I like to handle my business. So <laughs> I, I did a lot of listen, no disrespect. I mean, no, I, I'll catch up with you later type of thing. Um, and that included, um, and I narrowly avoided being the doghouse over it. David arrived to the con with his lovely bride in tow, and she actually attended the con on Friday. She did. But the problem with that was, App called me on and say, "Hey, I'm here. I'm here with Renee." I recoiled in horror and said, <laughs> "Oh, dude! I'm like, this is no good. I'm like, I, I got to handle my business. Like, I can't." I can't be hanging. And he's like, boo, it's not that big a con. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm like, I, I, I got to go. And, uh, and so I went about my business and, and, uh, and basically David and Ray did their thing until they went to lunch at Panera and then came back. And, uh, luckily I managed to meet up at the hotel as she was getting ready to, to, to sail off into the sunset and buttered her up. So I'm back in her good graces. And, and she let this go. Are you serious? Yeah, she, I, I was like, uh, so, so, you know, Jason's kind of busy today, right? He's getting her. She's like, she, she didn't shrug, but she was just like, he's got to do what he's got to do. She, she what? understood completely, dude. She was just oh like, my God. She's like, nah, she's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm, I'm here to like, you know, see what's going on. But I basically, you know, Jason's in Jersey. If, if the mood really struck her, we could probably all hang out relatively easily. So she, she Very knows true. that in this setting, um, it, 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 that, that Jason's gotta do. And he, and she wanted to check everything out. And she, there are a few people who she was, she, as we were driving home, um, Tuesday, she, uh, and we were talking about the weekend. Uh, there are a few people who she was quite happy to have, um, well, to have seen again, like, like Jason, but the people she hadn't, hadn't met before Friday, uh, included Mario, um, Norton, 
and uh and Gonzo. Gonzo's cute and uh and that uh and he's a handsome man. He is and uh and Scotty. She had she was beaming over Scotty. Holy crap. Every time she mentions it's like when Jason smiles when he talks about Scotty. It was just that kind of thing. It was uh it was a little unsettling and and maybe I should worry about that. But and Scotty was moist, I think. It's a big man. Um well apparently I don't want to use the word smitten, but but whenever I was around Scotty, he he made a point to mention Renee to the people around us. It was, um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was something I'll say, but it was it was huh. great. But 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 continue, Jason. No, I think you're right about that too. One of the things I have to give Scotty a lot of dap for is that uh, he's very good at um, excitedly introducing people to each other. Like, right. Mm. Like he's very good at making sure everybody knows each other. I, I think that's a, it's uh something that's easily forgotten, I think in crowds like that. But, uh, it's part of the reason why the man is as successful as he is. No doubt. No Not, doubt. you know, and it, yes, he can draw like an SOB. He's extremely talented in the visual aspect of it, mm-hmm. but he knows how to, uh, he, he knows how to conduct himself. Yeah. But, uh, Friday wasn't, you know, like I said, it wasn't that crowded and it definitely helped to have, gone through it last year so it was a much more settled feeling i mean essentially the layout was identical to the year before so it took one quick walk through the con floor to get a sense of where everything was laid out and so um i don't feel i really got my legs under me in terms of the con until probably mid-saturday last year whereas this year it was almost immediately upon walking in um which was a, a nice change uh but as with always, you guys know I get anxiety and, and about this kind of thing. And uh probably about halfway through the, the day, um I felt like there were about a hundred different people that would walk up to us and say, How's it going? How's your how's your quest going? And I was increasingly feeling as though it wasn't going well at all, that I just all the things I had arranged pre to the show were just not falling into place. But um but as with all all, all things, um by the end of Friday, as we were walking out to go get some grub, uh, everything was falling into place like a wonderful domino sculpture. <laughs> domino being the key word. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But uh, we we hooked it up. I mean, we we um, we we hung out uh, uh, really the whole weekend. Of course, of course, Mario was our roommate, and he was awesome. Um, so it was the three of us, but, but, uh, we really spent a good chunk of the weekend. Uh, we really were more of a quartet cause we, we spent most of the weekend hanging out with Stringer and it was great because for the first time ever, um, Stringer wasn't there as, uh, as a, an artist doing tattoos and trying to balance that against being a fan. He was there purely as a fan, just enjoying the con and, uh, getting art and saying hello to people just like us. So, uh, had a, a real good time hanging out with him, um, and, uh, you know, I don't know, Dap, I'm trying to think about, like, memorable components of Friday before we, we, we got out of the hustle and we, we, uh, went to dinner, but, uh, does anything stick in your mind in particular? Uh, well, Friday we, we got there, um, just about two and a half hours from, from Dad's to, to Charlotte, so we, uh, we got there soon as, um, I had texted, uh, Jay Stradinsky to let him know that, uh, we were close and, uh, he actually, Met us outside, Renee and I, and, um, and so met him for the first time, talked to him for a few minutes, and then went inside, and, uh, first person we saw was, uh, for, first pe- first two people, uh, Mario and, and Stringer were online at, um, over by, uh, 
the Art Adams area, um, where his table was. And, um, then we kind of just walked around a little bit. We made our way over to Norton. Um, we, uh, Friday really was kind of the, the day of, of getting a lay to land and, and seeing where everybody was. And I, um, I apparently lost all sense of, um, of manners and, and common sense and what I do on a daily basis just completely flew out of my head because, um, there were little things that I tend to do, um, little doors open and things like that for Renee that apparently I didn't do, uh, over on, on Friday, but yeah, yeah. So that was pointed out to me, but that was in, in, in a very sweet way. So I, uh, but, I but apparently, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, you bet. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not uncommon because I was, I was talking to the minion about it and like when they go to car shows or something like that, like that, he completely zones out and forgets about, about his girlfriend Emily and, uh. We're a different environment. That, 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 that is the thing. And, and True. I'm also trying to kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing, like I'm, in a candy I'm store. point and, and she's behind me. So I'm just trying to also move along. It's just, it is a completely different mindset, not trying to, uh, make excuses for it, but it, it, it was pointed out and I, I do, and I completely own it. So that's, that's, we that. got you but, uh, you do. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think pretty much, uh, once we, um, I mean, I, I, I kind of made a, a list as, as we went on. Um, but I, the Friday is kind of like a bit of a blur as far as Renee going around and, um, and meeting people and, and grabbing some prints here and there. She got to see Dave Wacht, who she hadn't seen since, uh, he spent the night at our house, um, which was coincidentally also the last New York Comic Con he attended. Um, no, no, uh, no relation to that, I'm sure, but it was, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. so it was, um, I did not get over back to see Daniel Govar, uh, who Jason mentioned had, uh, salted caramel. Which, which I, I missed. Well, he out had on. ghost pepper. Ghost pepper. Yes, that ghost was it. That chili. was it. Or ghost, yeah. ghost pepper salted caramels. Yeah. And um, a shout out to Daniel because he is a, one of our uh, concurrent con buddies, and he has uh, had a great year. His uh, his uh, lovely lady is expecting in about I think two months. He said, and oh. so she wasn't at the show this year. She usually comes to shows with him, but, uh, she was at home in Florida. They bought a house. They got a dog, uh, I think a second dog, right? And, and, and well, she had a dog, I think. And he was, okay. So they combined dogs. Dog with, okay. Right, yes. Yeah. But they bought a house and, and yeah, so she's expecting. So, uh, a big year for, for, for Daniel and his, his, his lady. And creatively he had a big year too, because I've been seeing some of the stuff he's been churning out. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another, another another plateau has been reached by Mr. So. Govar. Oh no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Uh, so let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. So Friday night's the first night of the of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason, you secured all your original all all your commissions on that first night. No. That last no, night. No, no, no. So oh, you were still doing no, no. So on so Saturday. listen. So I have um, as many people laughed at me over the weekend when I showed it to them. I have not, not you, you guys aren't going to be surprised with this, but I have a very detailed spreadsheet, and I probably started setting up Heroes Con three months ago. And what that really is is essentially downloading everybody that's going to be attending on Artist Alley, <clears throat> and quickly sorting them to you know people either I I have art from, but maybe want to say hi to people that I possibly be interested in getting art from, but I just don't know if, if, if they're doing commissions, how much they cost, if they're available. And then people for sure, 
And I, I essentially go through and, and contact uh, upwards of uh, this year. I probably sent emails or Facebook messages or tweets out to probably 75, 80 artists. Just getting a sense of where everybody was at. And I had a lot of things already in, in motion. Um, I broke a longstanding rule this year um, in that I prepaid for a number of commissions ahead of time. Um, you know, I've had a rule for years that I wouldn't do that uh, because I found that it can be very disappointing if they don't get them done or um, and you're kind of waiting in vain. You have to either ask for your money back, that whole thing. So, But I, I, I took a chance this year because there were a number of artists that I felt – I knew the quality of their work and I figured that, uh, that it would, it would be, it would be worthwhile and, and would pay it back. And for the most part, it did. Um, and, um, but the other thing is I have the jam pieces and I, the key really is to understand that every artist, um, says ahead of time that they can do a jam piece. But as with every con, what happens is they all come to tell you to see them early on Friday. You go and see them on Friday. Um, you, I'm not Madrux, so I can't clone myself. So, um, you know, after the first handful of people, by the time you're getting around to them, it's two, three, four hours into the con. And inevitably it goes like this. Oh, sure. I remember telling you, sure. Um, sure. Well, are you going to be here all weekend? And (laughs) that's one of those loaded questions where, yes, I am going to be here all weekend, but I don't want to say that I'm going to be here all weekend because you're basically asking me, can I do it at another time later in the weekend? And as you guys know, can I hold on to it and then you pick it up Sunday? Right. Right. And the longer a con goes, the less likely they're going to be have time to do something. So, um, yeah, it's a little dance, a, a bit of a game that we play. And my goal is always to get the jam pieces all out into some artist's hands as quickly as possible on Friday. And then at, that way, at a minimum, I'm getting at least one square done in each of them over the course of that day and can start over on Saturday. So that, you know, that happened. And, um, and then I picked up a number of the pre-show commissions. But if I'm being honest, the vast majority of the commissions that I prepaid were not ready until Sunday, which is fine. As long as they were ready on Sunday, that's all good. But, uh, but no, so I was, I was doing the art hustle the entire weekend. And frankly, um, I, I, I haven't t- done the whole tally, but I'm pretty sure I, I definitely set, set any kind of break, broke any kind of personal record. Um, but, but I will say too that, uh, that I do at, at least as we're talking about it now, conceptually think I'm going to cut my hustle back quite a bit for next year. Not because I don't love it and I love how it all ends up, but because um, I think I pushed the envelope this year in that I, I maximized the amount of art I could possibly procure in a weekend, but it almost became essentially a job during the con. So it was like I was working during the con hours, much like the artist, and then once the con shut down for the night, I could have fun. And you know, it was totally fine. I had an amazing time, but I think if I could cut it back by half per se, I'd still come away with a great art hall and I'd be giddy, but I'd have a lot more time to just shoot the breeze and maybe go out for a little bit longer lunch somewhere and just hang out, have a couple cocktails. So that's the stated plan for next year and, and all the more incentive to do so if it's all of us there together and we can run, we can run, run the show. So I like it. You amaze me. <laughs> well, it was, it, it, it was, because Renee was with me and, and we weren't, um, what's great about heroes is that when we're in New York, we're kind of usually all together in, in one solid mass and, um, mm-hmm. only because it's very easy to lose one another. I mean, we can always run around artist telling, okay, I'm going to go hit up this guy and, and we can meet back. But heroes is, is big enough and open enough 
where, um, I mean, there were, there were times all three days where, um, Jason and I and, and, and Mario, we were all scattered about and, and we weren't with each other. And, uh, sure. and then we end up meeting back up at some, but we were always easy to spot, which is what I really enjoy about heroes is that, um, is that it, it is, you can do your thing and, and not have to worry about, okay, well, I, it, it it's almost two o'clock. Where are we going to meet? And, and that, that, and that was one thing, you know, where we needed food when, when it was time to get some sustenance and, and you had to run out. Um, what would be a good time to meet up? Things like that. But heroes was really, um, it's, it's better suited for the, it, it is a laid back con. I mean, you can get shit done as, as Jason proved but it it is also very um very easy going and um as long as i was telling vince before we started as long as you're not uh there to see uh, jason latour or jason aaron or fraction or kelly sue or scotty or you know then then you have time to see creators wait online for creators talk to creators but if you want to see any of them uh your day your whole day is Right, but you're you're talking top tier in terms of popularity. But well, espe- well, especially with with Latour this year, I mean, my, my yeah. man blew up, and and uh, and and Aaron also. Oh, he it, blew up, yeah, big time. But and and I got to actually finally meet him this year, much to as much mm-hmm. as Scott Blocking as Jace was trying to do. But it was oh it was safe. yeah, it was. Um, but but Friday was was great for that because I, I I had an idea as to what. Um, Jason had going on and, and so this way I could actually get back into my groove and, and try to figure out, you know, where he needed to go, who, who's got what. Um, and you could tell by his Facebook posts that every night what, what he ended up picking up and, and, uh, as far as what he accomplished at every day. But Friday was, um, Friday was, was when we went to Mertz and, uh, yeah, and, now, and just a reminder to people, Mertz is the, uh, is the soul relatively food? well-known soul food joint near the convention center. And it which was apparently a, Jason uh, thought it was farther away this year than it was. Yeah. I thought year. it was like a mile away, dude. <laughs> he did not but, feel uh, like walking guys, this year. Holy shit. But I would say Fred that, um, what's no, that? Not that kind of, you see no, Fred we are leaving. Kind of I would say the, the, the other big component of our Friday experience was, uh, the, the, the Jay Gonzo, Quinn Gonzo, uh, duo. Uh, you know, Jay, this is the first time we had the pleasure of meeting him and it was, he's an amazing guy. And, um, we hung out a lot at his table and he brought his lovely daughter, Quinn, who was she 15 or 16, David? She's definitely, yeah, yeah, very cool. All I could say is I hope given what a pain in the ass, my oldest son is at 12. Um, (laughs) she definitely gave me some hope that being a teenager isn't going to be totally annoying to deal with. But, um, I felt bad for her because at one point Vince, I'm looking around and it's, 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 it's Jay, David, myself, Mario, and Quinn eating dinner. And I'm thinking, yeah. is there Poor more? Twi- so I, I say to the girls, I say to her, I say to Quinn as we're sitting down, Hey, so, you know, are you excited to be at the con? Are you big into comics? And she just says, no, not really. I don't really like comics. And I'm thinking, this poor girl, like she probably was like, dad, can I just stay in the hotel and order room service? I have to, <laughs> I said, I have to eat, eat soul food with four What's old fat 40 year old dudes. Um, <laughs> But she was totally nice and cool. And, and it was a real, it was great, man. Gonzo is a supremely awesome dude. Not, not only is he, uh, a great artist, but he's got 
awesome stories and his perspective on life is phenomenal, man. He's just yeah. got a great outlook and he's su- I mean, people that maybe remember him coming on our show, he was just like that this weekend as he was on our show, just full of energy, great intellectual perspective on lots of things, just opinionated, but well thought out. And, uh, I had just an absolute blast spending time with, uh, with, with, with Jay and his, and his, uh, his daughter. It was a, a really great time. And also at, uh, Mertz, uh, we had, um, I had my first much anticipated, uh, face to face meetup with, uh, with Adrian, I, I, AE Inazuma Tiger from Sidebar, longtime internet friend and buddy. And let me tell you something. I'm 6'3", 230. I'm not a small human being. And, uh, Adrian enveloped me. When we hugged, I mean, he made me feel like, like, uh, like, a, a like a teddy bear or something. It was ridiculous. Um, but it also makes me realize as, as I think back on that moment that the one fly in this weekend's ointment, and it's a very small one because it was a phenomenal weekend, is that, uh, believe it or not, it just went so fast. Like I, I really envisioned having hours at one of those nights sitting around chatting with the sidebar guys and getting to know Adrian more. And I just, uh, I didn't have that opportunity. I saw him there and, and we chatted for a few minutes and that was it. So I really didn't get a chance to chat with him and that bums me out. And, and that was the case with several other people too, where as I was thinking through for tonight, uh, all the people that we saw, it, it dawned on me that, that we did see a bunch of people, um, but, but just didn't get to really have a lot of QT with them. And, uh, you know, we'll have to rectify that in, in, in next year because it's just hard. It's, it's, you know, it's hard as, as you reach, got your own agenda during the con, you think, well, that night I'll, I'll meet up with you. But it just was difficult because, you know, people are doing different things. Like on Saturday night, I think we were going to hang out with the, with the sidebar crew in Braxton and, and they, but they weren't really feeling the art auction. And we, we, we ended up staying for the whole art auction. So by the yeah. time, by the time the art auction wrapped up, it was almost midnight. We rolled, uh, to the, uh, to the, to the now infamous all night diner, the midnight diner. And, uh, you know, we just did never meet up with them. So one, one slight downside to a con where you have so many great friends attending is that you inevitably have people that you, you wish you could spend more time with in retrospect. But, uh, but that's a small, a, a small nit for what was otherwise an amazing experience. Nice. Well, experiencing the con, um, on the periphery as I did, I, I would see the stuff, you know, float up on the Facebook. And, uh, one of the things, uh, with which I was struck the hardest was our friend Matthew Allison mm-hmm. has leveled up as well. Oh, yes. And, and he was awesome to begin with. Yeah. But some of the, some of the commissions and the pieces I saw come out of him, oh my God, I wish I was there. To that point, let me, let me big him up a little bit because, um, I was chatting with our good buddy Jerry McDade today, just, decompressing about our con experiences. Jerry's another guy that we saw a lot on the floor, but didn't really hang out with him after hours because, um, Jerry was there with his family and, uh, it's all, all good in the wood. But, but as a result, he wasn't really spending too much time late at the bar having cocktails. Um, so we were just catching up about the con and our relative experiences. And, um, as we're wont to do, we often like to, uh, share new artists that we, that we, you know, gain exposure to, to each other to say, Hey, you got to check out this person next, next con or whatever. And, uh, so he proceeded to ask me who I discovered and we talked about that. And then I said, how about you? And he said, dude, you have to check out this guy, Matthew Allison. <laughs> he said, I don't know if you saw his stuff, but he is a phenomenal artist and he draws really crazy stuff. And, uh, I, I in, unintentionally did a little big timing because my response was like, dude, 
of course I know Matthew. He he he's a longtime listener of the show. Of course I know him. And then uh, McDade was like, "Oh, I get it. Okay, big time." But but no, I think you're right. I mean, I mean, um, Matthew's work is phenomenal. Um, it, it yeah, it, it looked great, and it seemed like he was pretty busy. So hopefully, hopefully he's just, his stars on the rise. Yeah. You know, I've said it before, and I was confident in in letting this bomb drop when I originally said it, but I will say it again, and I'm even more convinced now. I think that he is the Bernie Wrightson of his generation. Oh, holy yep. crap. Oh, yep. Wow. Look at his work. It's there. It, I mean, you can go down the, the checklist of Bernie Wrightson and find all of things uh, for which he's very well known. Shadows, uh, very idiosyncratic anatomy, uh, inventive character design. He he does the ick like no one else. Allison is getting, I mean, he's, He's there. He's yeah. he's going to be he's going to be a a, a uh, when when we when we regale our favorites with praise uh, twenty thirty years after the fact. Like I do, rights and Allison's going to be on that list. I think he's got everything Bernie has. He uh, he also um, Matthew apologized, which um, what? Yeah, it was weird. It was um, I'm trying to remember it. He um, he. He grabbed me because Jason was talking to Aaron Conley and, um, he, he asked if, if we were David and Jason and, um, tells me that he had to apologize because years ago he was on the forum and, um, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he, he said that he, uh, he was, he was an asshole. He was not, um, he, he, he was not cool at all, um, as far as his attitude or, or I guess arguing um, with people, things I don't remember. And I usually have a pretty good memory when it comes to who's a dick on, on our forums and, and, and Facebook group page. But it's um, I, I told them that it was, it was probably in context. It was, it was, um, it was an appropriate response. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it, but he, he, um, you know, everything is, is cool. Now he's, he's in a, um, Different mind space, I guess, but it, it's, uh, his, his work is, he did a, uh, a Doctor Strange for Mario, which, which looks amazing. It um, does. And he likes, of course, you know, he likes to do the whole, um, mass treading thing and, and, and get a little crazy with things. So when I, I was trying to figure out, um, who I wanted, because there were a few things where I thought somebody would be pretty cool to do Doctor Strange with, um, and, and usually Mario was already on top of it. So, um, then the idea came up to to do Spider-Man, but to do the whole Spidey mask on one side, Peter on the other with the whole Spidey sense thing, mm-hmm. like things like that. And, and, and he killed it. I love it. It's an, I love it. Uh, I might use it as like, you know, my avatar shit like that. It's, it's a really, and it's clean. It looks yeah. amazing. There's like no Meticulous. pencil, no blue line. It's just, it's gorgeous. I, I, I love the damn thing. I can't wait to get it in a frame. And that's, um, I mean, it, this was a, this was a weekend where, I mean, Renee kind of, she, she set the tone because aside from the prints, we also, um, we made our way over to somebody who, who Jason and I spoke to last year, Marcus Williams, who's the artist on the pencil on Hero Cats, which That's is published right. by, uh, Action Lab. And, and last year it was just starting, um, this year he had the first trade, which collects the first three issues and, epi- and episodes, issues four, five, and six, six just coming out. Um, so Renee was really impressed with the art. She left with the, uh, with the trade. And, um, so I'll keep an eye out for, for upcoming trades. But, uh, so, so she, she, um, 
she and and also a couple of t-shirts from um we love fine so she she was having a blast so i figured and then fuck it i i i forgot to bring the first version uh the first hardcover of revival so i couldn't bring that for mike to sign but i did pick up the second volume which which he signed um i told tom surely that i would pick up the third volume of uh the Godland Celestial Edition, Celestial Edition, uh, since he signed the first two last year. Um, he signed a third one for me this year. I, um, I picked up the, what was it? Um, since, since, since I backed it on Kickstarter, I have the PDF. I, um, I decided to, to pick up the, uh, the limited edition version of, uh, limited edition of Guns of Shadow Valley from uh from dave and uh yeah so and i mean and i brought books with me too i brought the milk and cheese i brought the um the tale of sand so there were things that i brought with me at the black sads so that i could get them signed at the show i did not get the punisher book signed which whether or not we'll get into on the show is, is that not important but um it's uh we I left with, with more than I expected to leave with, especially book wise. Art wise, um, you know, the, 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 there was the, the piece from, from Matthew, um, only two pages of art this year. I, I, um, Stephen Green, who, who Jason got a, uh, a jam piece square by, um, and he's also in the, uh, the Cafe Racer anthology that, that Sean Murphy produced. Um, he had a pretty cool print. Of a uh, Starbucks barista getting really angry at a customer, I thought that was pretty neat, and he um, he gave that to me. But it was um, it was it was a re- I think I left. You got more than two pieces of art. Well, I got the two pages. You you've got to be specific because those are beautiful pages. Wait, you got a double page spread from Gonzo. That, yes, I did get. I, I got did two it, pages it, from Umbral. I, right, I got the two pages from Umbral from, uh, from Christopher Mitten that I picked up after Jason picked up uh, his uh. Jam Square. I, I really like those two pages. And, and actually, uh. and Jason Jason helped me out with the uh, with the page from the fifth issue because I had the first the first page that I had picked up, which was from the first issue, that one was a given. I was getting that one. And then I had a page also from the first issue. I had the page from the fifth issue that I did come home with and one other page. And um and Jason uh helped me narrow it down. So I picked up those two two pages. Uh they're already on the wall. I I, I moved some art around and uh the um there's a double page spread from the fourth issue of uh La Mano del Destino and it's um it's a pretty significant page because apparently it's a page that not too many people have picked up on as far as um, because the, of who is holding on to who and who can lay hands on, on who. Right. Um, if you think back to the first issue, um, so it's, it's, which will, which according to Gonzo will play out in the fifth issue. It'll be uh, brought to light, but, um, but there's there's that and and yet yeah, Gonzo is is worth breaking my um pencils non pencils only rule for like like Jason there are just some things that I especially if it's going on a wall I need it inked I, I need it as um as as detailed or as finished as possible um but the uh 
it, it, it was worth it. It was, uh, and I kept going back and forth and between a few different pages. And finally, I just decided on the double page for it just because it, it looks pretty cool. Um, so yeah, there, I, I, I think I left heroes with more than I, I normally leave with New York or, or, or even, um, other cons in, in recent memory, but it was, it was a, um, it was, it was a great shopping show. And, uh, and, and especially as far as just, um, seeing people and, and catching up and, um, it, it didn't feel like last year's show to me, but it was, it was a continuation of it. I, Gabriel and, and Karina weren't there this year, but, um, you know, it, there were still, um, gr- other aspects that, that, that were just as fun as it, just because they weren't there doesn't mean that, the um, there wasn't anything else. It, it, it wasn't lacking because some other people who we normally see weren't there, but, or, well, we didn't see last year, but it was a, uh, it was a, it really was just a, a, an extremely enjoyable weekend, whether you were on the floor or even, even after hours, especially at, at, well, the, the auction was its, <laughs> its own thing, oh, yeah. drama, but the, well, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, Friday night, you know, we, we, we did the, the bar, the Western bar. We hooked that up and, uh. And then I think, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling it a mistake, but last year Jason and I had the fantastic idea of, uh, kind of calling it an early night on Friday, not, not staying up past midnight or anything. So this way we could hit the ground running Saturday because we knew Saturday with the auction, um, and with whatever goes on after hours, uh, we'd want to kind of be, um, up for that. And, and this year we kind of went a little stray and, and we did not retire to the room until, um, much later. Well, and by we, he means Mario and that because they got hammered off that whiskey. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did. <laughs> uh, so they were liquored up, but it was fun because the cool thing again, for those that don't remember from last year's recap, uh, one of the favorite things for for us about Heroes Con is that the vast majority of people are staying at, at either the Westin or the uh, is it the Hilton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. two hotels next to the convention center. So um, the Hilton House, the uh, the drink and draw. Right. So so essentially, about fifty percent of the attendees, <laughs> ranging from all the fans to the creators, will be at one of the two bars. And so if you hang out at one, you're gonna you're gonna see lots of friends. You're also gonna see lots of creators. And and that was the case uh, at the Westin. You know, but definitely that night the highlights were uh, hanging with the with the with the uh, with the O'Brien brothers yet yep. again, um, and uh, uh, David. What's uh, oh John's fiance? Yeah, what's her name? I okay. Yeah, man. John's fiance. I'm sorry, apologies. I, I I can't remember her her name right now. But hung out with them. We hung out with Jay Sternitsky quite a bit. He's an awesome human being. He really uh, is. way too way too nice a guy for. That's the thing about these creators, uh, Sternitsky and Allison and Gonzo. These guys and, and they were they're all way too nice to us. Like it's ridiculous. Like we don't deserve how nice they are to us. But um, but I had a blast hanging out with them. Um, of course, uh, you know we can't uh, we 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 uh, we can't forget our. Our crazy crew, the no, our, 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 our crazy drunken uncle of podcast, the no apologies crew. Um, I spent a decent chunk of Friday night, uh, while these two yokels were back up getting more liquor, uh, sitting around chatting with, uh, <laughs> with Chris Campbell, uh, our sometimes con roommate, uh, Daryl, uh, and Tom King. And yes. by the way, it's also really cool. Speaking of guys that are blowing up to, you know, we've, we've known Tom for a long time and 
wasn't that many years ago he was sleeping on the floor of our loft at C2E2 underneath the pool selling his novel and now he's uh he's he's I I don't think it's public yet so I can't say what but I think it's okay to say that he has a regular writing gig now at both big two firms uh yeah. big two wow. publishing houses that's when he's awesome. got his first Marvel book coming out, we know what it is, but I don't think we're at liberty to say yet, at least not until he gives us the okay. But either way, it's pretty cool. Pretty excited about the book. Very. So he's, he's doing great and he had a big crowd. Um, um, of course, uh, D- David's, um, uh, Sunday commuting buddies. David, yes. They, they, Cliff they were our other, Justin. our other brothers. Cliff and Justin are, are our North Carolina crew. Um, you know, two local boys and, and great dudes and, and also, uh, much think, like, uh, much like, uh, the, what's that? The, the name what? got chopped off when you were saying, uh, who oh, Cliff, you were sharing. Cliff and Justin. Okay. And Cliff DeMond. Yeah, Cliff and Justin. It's, it's, he's on the forum and, uh, and, and, and not on, on Facebook yet. We need to change that just so we can get in on the group. Yeah. And stuff. Um, cause we need a Cliff DeMock is, is, and, yep. And he, um, his, his, he brought his buddy Justin last year. And Justin was not familiar with our podcast. In fact, he wasn't much of a podcast listener. And uh, we converted him. He said he's been listening ever since last Heroes Con. So um, they're super cool dudes. And they're two dudes who uh, make me kind of sick because they're roughly our age. <laughs> and they have about 4% body fat between them. Yeah. <laughs> in spite of being like dads who drink beers and I'm like, eat barbecue. I don't know how that's possible, but it is. So we hung out with them 24-7. That was great. They're super nice dudes. Um, you know, saw a million people that night, Friday night at the, at the, at the, at the bar. I mean, just, you know, not, we'll, we'll go through a list of, of shout outs later, but, but, you know, just a million people that, that were at the bar, but those are the crew that we were really hanging out with. And, and, um, and, uh, and also a shout out on that regard to Wachter. Cause, um, although we didn't hang out with the bar all that much, um, you know, he, he, uh, had a really good time with Dave this year. He's in a really good headspace and, and his career is doing really well. And he's got, uh, you know, a lady love as well, which I think, uh, has soothed, soothed the savage beast. Um, so it was a real pleasure hanging out with Dave as well, uh, over the course of the weekend. So I guess, uh, we finally called it a night. What around two in the morning? Maybe. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. No, and, uh, well, Saturday was the later night. Friday was probably closer to one, two o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, they were hung over in the morning, <laughs> but that didn't stop us from no. our, our ritual of going to Starbucks and getting delicious lemon ice cake. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. It it's I rarely indulge in such things, but um but wow was that an experience. Uh I mean I, I was that was special. It was special. And David you know, David has real for for it being a multinational twenty billion dollar company, David takes inordinate pride in Starbucks. Like he acts as though he's part owner of Starbucks. He loves it so much. Like he walks us in, he leads us there. He does the whole thing where like we order, he, he very, very sweetly pays, paid for Mario and my stuff with his card. You know, he's got that, that high David badge thing on his phone. He's like, you know, hooks us up and all. But, uh, you know, we hammered that, got to, in spite of their being drag ass, we got to the con on time, Saturday, <laughs> which is cool. Um, which was important to me. People waiting, waiting to pay for their parking, first of all. And then the line that went on for hours. Ray. On right. Saturday, what'd you do Saturday? Vince, there were people to get into heroes. Vince, there were people. We were we were we left at two o'clock to grab a bite to eat a lunch. There were a thousand people in line outside the ninety-five degree weather waiting to get in to buy a ticket. Oh, can't have that. We were literally walking past people saying, "Go home." 
Okay. You're going to get in this con at 4 o'clock. It closes at 7. Look, look like, it's, it's that their parents never heard of the internet to pre-order. Exactly. Yeah, never pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Saturday I had, I had to call Audible because Stringer, Mario, and, and Dap wanted to get something to eat outside of the con. Yeah. yeah. And it was mad because, you know, Saturday is a crowded day. Stupid busy. Yeah. It was stupid busy. So I was like, I'm out, y'all. I went back in. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom the thought of being off the con floor for an hour and a half during the, uh, the that's, hard game time. So that, that, that's Jason's thing. It's like, listen, I'll, excuse me, I'll go get something to eat if, if my, um, if my jam pieces are out there. So I know that they're getting worked on while I'm eating. If he has, if he has art in his portfolio that's not being worked on, then he can't have it. He, it it's like, I gotta, yeah, I, yeah no. It, so it's so, not, so he, yeah, not to, not to dwell on the, the original art thing, uh, any more than we already have, but I was thinking, as I saw all Jason's stuff coming up, that's my freaking wife calling me yeah, on the phone, it. and she knows, she knows. But anyway, it's, it's intentional. I, I almost can guarantee that. But anyway, as I saw um, Jason's pieces come flying up on the Facebook, I'm thinking, not you know, you are in a sense building a legacy. You know, we have the Mile High collection sure. of books and stuff. If you keep doing this for a good, you know, another ten, twenty years, you are going to have one of the landmark collections of original art. Well, that's cool of you to say. It's, it's going to no, I'm, it's 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 not cool. It's the fact. Rivaling oh, Eric Larson's. Oh damn, she's calling second, on all the phones. That a second oh, phone yeah. lines ringing in the house. The bat phone. Love it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, I will say this, you know, it, I do feel, um, we've gotten to the, I've gotten to the point where I am starting to be known by a lot of people. Like people, See? people do know who I am. All the dealers know who I am now for sure. Um, and, uh, it's pretty cool. In fact, it's to the point now where I was thinking about, um, there are fewer artists in artist alley now that I haven't gotten art from than I have, I think. <laughs> like I would think at this point it uh No, a couple of decades from now you're gonna hear the wood collection and, and most people uh, in in the game are gonna know exactly what you're talking well, about. Well you guys will be a part of that inheritance if you outlast me, so no digging. Touch back that, that's something to live. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but, but Dave Saturday, is building his own collection now too. So Oh for sure. Um yeah. Saturday we uh yeah, Saturday was a blast and, and again it was the hustle you know, it was a much more crowded day. Um I, I would say there was one downer moment for me on Saturday and that was, uh, well, it, was it Friday, David? The, the meeting, meeting Mr. Zek? Was that, no, was that Friday, was Saturday. Right? That was Saturday because I was going to, no, no, no. That was Friday because oh, was Saturday Friday, I was yeah. going to bring my book in and yeah, he wanted Friday. you to see him the next Saturday about the same time. Yes. Yeah, so since we, saw him since Friday. We keep it, listen, we keep it real on the show. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody the real story. Yeah. Um, you all know that uh, if you've listened to the show for a long time, we're all big fans of Mike Zek. We did a creator spotlight on him a while back. He's he's I think legit one of the he's one of the truly great creators that is not I think not often considered among the greats, and he should be. And he attended the show, and also in conjunction with his attendance, um, a special heroes conversion of his IDW artist edition uh, was present. I did not buy that because I pre-ordered the standard version, which should be coming this week, I think. Um, but in any event, I, I was stoked. I have never met Mike Zek before. Um, I own a page of Power Man of his art, um, you know, and, and just a massive fan. And just before the con, because I knew I was meeting him, I actually bought from another art collector 
um, who was selling some of her collection, a Wolverine commission of for, that Zek did for her last year at a con. So I had two pieces. I was really excited to meet him and, and, uh, and, and get that stuff signed. But more importantly, as I mentioned, I, I, I reach out to most of these creators ahead of time and, and I had a very, a se- several very nice email exchanges with Mike, um, discussing our show. And I, you know, I sent him some links of our, when we did the spotlight on him and he seemed very, very flattered by that. And, uh, you know, expressed how much of a fan I was. And I showed him my jam pieces on comic art fan and mentioned that I knew that, that, that Jerry had, had the great fortune of having him to draw on two of his jam pieces and what an amazing job it was. And it would be an honor if he would do the same for me. And, uh, he seemed very, very receptive to the whole thing. And he said, you know, sure, I don't usually draw at the cons, but I remember Jerry and I, I, your, your pieces look neat and, you know, swing by with the pages. It'll be great to see that, you know, I haven't seen some of that artwork in years. And, uh, you know, so I, I did that. So I, I went on Friday and, and, um, and first of all, you know, it's one of those things where his art dealer was, at, there was a line, his art dealer was charging you to pay for a signature, yeah. which again, whatever, you know, Neil Adams does that. I'm not, it, it's, it's a little silly in my opinion, but whatever, that's fine. So I, I, I paid to get in line for a cue so he would sign my art and, you know, I went up and, and again, this isn't like I'm cold sort of intro. It was, we had three or four email exchanges over the last month or two, including one this past, the past the week of the con. Um, and he just wasn't having it. Like he was just, I don't know if it was just, he was tired. Maybe somebody put in a bad mood, but he just was giving me no positivity whatsoever. Um, it wasn't it 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 wasn't as bad as say Rich Buckler, but it was kind of on that level. <laughs> that right. Was I mean, he wasn't like nasty, but he right. just wasn't into it. It was very much by the numbers, like oh yeah, hi, and he signed it, and it was. You know, again, mentioned to him, hey, as I told you on the emails, you're you're one of our time favorites. It was a privilege to to know your work, and you know, and and again, I, I get that these guys probably hear that a lot, and so it's 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 probably hard to take that kind of compliment and have some stunning overreaction to it. But but um, it was just one of those things, and 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 I don't know how to explain it other than to say that the 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 energy of the conversation was so blah that even though he agreed in the conversation for me to swing by Saturday morning um, with my jam piece. And he probably, or he'd probably take it home that night and work on it. I didn't even bother the next day. I don't mind. I didn't, just, I, I didn't bring the right, book. Cause, Yeah. Cause my thing was like, well, here's what's going to happen, right? If I do bring it back and he draws in a great and all, and I'll like it. Sure. But, but what if I bring it back and he either doesn't, or I bring it back and he, he like cr- kind of craps it out. Right. Which I, I don't. Oh, yeah. The, the energy or lack thereof would definitely exactly. filter into and the drum. Be super yeah. bummed. Cause he is one of my all time favorites. So I just, I left it at that. I said, you know what? I got to meet the man. I, I got to walk a mile in his shoes. Maybe he's having a crap day, whatever, you know, but I, I still got to thank him. I still got him yeah. to sign my art and I still got to shake his hand. And that's, yep. that's about all you can ask for. So yeah. left it at that again, a minor complaint, not, this was not a, like a horrible experience where he was a dick or anything like that. It wasn't like that. It just was, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't the, 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 the aha moment, you know, where you come away and you're just totally stoked. Right. So, well, with, but that's it, was, it wasn't the right time. With, with yeah. me, it, it was, I brought Punisher Return to Big Nothing. So in the hopes that, that he would sign it. And when it didn't, you, well, you, you guys remember the text story and, and, and Renee, Renee Wittestetter is, is pretty much 
running the show over there at, at, at that block. So she has, she has Golden. She had, uh, there was no text this year, but she has, she has Golden. She has, uh, she had Zach. She had a few guys there all, all ready to go and, and doing their thing. And, and it's like $3 if it's an unwitnessed signature or five bucks if, if it's witnessed for CGC or, or anything like that. But, um, I brought the book so I could meet the guy like Jason, shake his hand, tell him how much I enjoyed his work over the years and, 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 I want that good experience. And, and after meeting him Friday and I did, I, I shook his hand, thanked him for all the stories he, he provided. And, uh, I left it at that cause I wasn't going, I thought about bringing my book back on Saturday to wait on that line just to have him scribble a signature. It, it just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't worth it for me. I brought, I brought the three black sad books and that's a whole other, nightmare and, and headache, but I eventually got those signed, uh, Saturday evening before the, um, before the show closed on Saturday. Um, and, and Guancho, he'll, he'll do a sketch of Black Sad in, in the book. Uh, if you have more than one book, he'll, he'll just simply sign or personalize the, uh, the remaining volumes. Um, but that, that didn't, take away from my enjoyment of Black Sad or, you know, and, and he was happy to, to see you once, you know, you were up there in front of him and, and he was, he was signing your books. Um, it was a different, uh, interaction with Guantra than it, than it was with, with Mike Zek. I, I'm just going to think fondly on, on whether it's Craven's Last Hunt, whether it's Secret Wars, whether it's, it's, uh, Issues of G.I. Joe where he did the covers or, or the issues of Deathstroke that, that I'm still reading on Comixology again. Uh, he is, he is a favorite of mine, but it was not a, um, it, it, yeah, like, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll let go, Jason. It was, if, if anything, it was the, one of the sour moments of the weekend. You'll get another chance. And, and it could have been a, a million different things. It could things have been. That, it absolutely that had could have been. Which is, absolutely, you know, that's what I say. I don't want to, I don't want to be smirch the guy. Like I said, no, I just, right. but you know, our show is real and, and it was a phenomenal weekend. It was one of my favorite weekends I've had in a long time. And, uh, 98% of it was awesome, but I'd be lying if I didn't want to say, you know, there are a couple things that maybe go to fuck. And this is one of them. So, um, you know, well, you, you, it, cons are a grind on our side of the table. I can only imagine what they're like on the the, sure. the, the artist side. So I would not. And you have, I mean, if you look at somebody like Norton or Scotty or Brownie, and and they're their own person manning their table, and 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 Scotty is always happy to see everybody. I mean, even if he's not, even yeah. if inside he's like Jesus Christ, another fucking hand. You know, it he whether he's seeing a kid or some dude who's coming up with like you know three books for him to sign. Scotty is always happy to do that, and. It, it's, it's a great feeling. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know what it's like to, maybe if Zach was on his own doing his thing, it'd be different. I don't know what it is, you know, when you have somebody going, okay, well, he's only got this much time to do this. I don't know if I, you go to say, Scotty produces and, more endorphins and, than most people, well, like more, more than three people, I think. But it, it's whether, um, Mateo Scalera or Dave Johnson or anybody that, that's over at the Essential Sequential booth, that that Jason's overseeing. I mean, they're always they're always got their head down and they're working, but there's still a smile there when when you do get up to their table. And and I don't, you know, I just but it might have just been. Listen, it it's hot. I don't, you know, I've been sitting in the seat 
for a few hours now. I need to get up and stretch my legs, and that ain't happening. It, it could have been right. a million things. So yeah, and and what's the commonality? Commonality? Commonality of all the things you mentioned? They're all young guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. Zach has been Zach's doing been, it for yes, it's been ever. around the block. So no doubt, it could be yeah, a zillion different things. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Saturday we we uh, kept it low key on the dinner front because we wanted to um get back for the art auction. So we uh, oh, we had hit it to five guys actually. We opened to five guys. Because, David loves that. No, but see, this is the thing. We because, like, like Jason said, he he grabbed the burger inside the convention from the concession stand. Um, Mario and I and and, and Stringer, we went. Um, Stringer and I had the Panera on Friday with Renee. I, I, don't, I guess he wasn't feeling that again, so we went to um, we went to Carolina Ale House, which is 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 like a Fridays or or, or a Chili's or, or Applebee's where either they got the burgers, they got the wings, they got whatever. Um, I so we get art. Yes, and and Jason was you know, doing his <laughs> thing. We were actually just kind of trying to enjoy each other's company and being around people, and uh, and and so we um oh, we nice. we uh we had lunch there, and while we were having lunch, it the sky opened up. It poured before we finished eating lunch. The rain had passed. It was sunny again, and it was so hot that you can't tell it even, that, that any rain had touched the ground. Um, it, it reminded me of Florida a lot, but it was. Um, and then we uh, we left the ale house. We went back to the convention. Um, actually, no, Jason. Jason was still at the con. Stringer stayed behind. He was going to take his time, probably going to get some digits. And then uh, Mario and I went to um, CVS so I could grab Jason some Diet Dr. Pepper. And, and oh, my boy. <laughs> That's what my man wanted. Did you get stepped on on the con floor being so small? <laughs> he was he, – uh, he, uh, wow. He, he's so sweet. <laughs> so he uh, – we, we, we grabbed that. I, I came close to buying some more wine, but we just, we, we, um, cause I, I can't get over the fact that I can fucking buy wine at CVS. And then, uh, um, went back to the hotel so I could throw the DDP in the, in the fridge, um, take a load off for a couple minutes before heading back to the con. So I could bring my books so that, uh, Guanjo could sign Black Sad, which is another great thing about, you know, the Westin being across the street from the convention center. And, and if we were at the Hilton, just right up the block, um, was that you don't have to lug everything with you all the time. You can run back to, it's very much like, um, Wizard and, World. And, and if you have to drop it like it's hot, you can, that is true. Yes. Yes. If you needed to, you know, squeeze one off real quick, but it was, um, ah. rub one out. So it was, <laughs> uh, it was, um, you had, uh, so we went back to the hotel for a second Went back to the con floor for uh, for the last couple hours, and um, and then we uh, we we did we we were just kind of um, finishing up on Saturday so that uh, we could completely do everything we needed to do so that Sunday could be the 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 last last minute rush or making sure everybody who had um, Jason's jam pieces would would have it ready for. Um, for Sunday, and uh, there were also a couple artists which I, it was which baffled me, boggles my mind how Jason would have email interactions with, with with people weeks before the con, and then finding out like not even like by Sunday afternoon that they hadn't started working on his commissions, and that 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 made me True. livid. 
it I was I I props to Boo for for just being you know keeping it together, but I was I was not happy about hearing any of this. Um, <laughs> but we uh, so then Saturday we um we were we because we did have the big lunch or at least the three of us did. Um, but we needed to eat something just to get us through the auction because I was just I had my mind on on the diner. I did not want to fill up on dinner now. Knowing that we had a dinner looking forward to. So, um, so yeah, so we, we, uh, cause again, for whatever reason, all of a sudden it, it, these guys have little candy feet and can't walk more than a couple blocks. So we needed to get an Uber uh. to go a couple blocks to, uh, to five guys, which apparently they were all happy to remind me that, that for me, Panera is ground zero. I'll be able to tell you exactly where everything is, where it is. Depending on where Panera, we should get is. a sponsor from Panera. This motherfucker loves Panera. <laughs> it's not that I love it; they were there. They were there when they were far enough away where people weren't lines out the door, like fuel. Never pizza. saw a store that uh, made more money off of bread. Seriously, bread and salad. Uh, so it's fiercely loyal to his favorite he stops. Is. He is loyal to no. And my friends, so we had the uh, we Ubered up to um because because God was his pilot. We went not his co-pilot. But his pilot, we, we Ubered up to, uh, to five guys and first time ever, I did not get fry. I didn't even get a burger, but I did not get fries at five guys. I got a, I got a hot dog. Um, everybody had, and their hot dogs are great. They split them down the middle. They get, oh, I love their hot dog. Oh. I, I can write a fucking thesis on their hot dog. So they, wow. that's like when you mess them up in the microwave, how they split them. Oh, don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we, um, and then we Ubered it back and had a nice little sightseeing tour of, uh, of. Oh my God. No. <laughs> and then we, uh. Dude broke it down because he gave us the history of Charlotte, man. <laughs> so, so then, then we, um, went back to the hotel for a minute and, uh, went down to the auction. We were there for eight o'clock because that's when it was supposed to start. Or that's when oh we my God, dude. They made the switch. So like normally the auction they have all these walls up in the room and, and the the, the auction is the art is filled, the walls are filled, right? For some reason I don't know if they just didn't have as many donations this year or whatever. The walls were maybe two thirds filled. Now I don't know if that had anything to do with what ensued, but they start off and like, Okay everyone, welcome to the auction hall. So as many of you know, blah blah blah, so and so's been making this documentary about Heroes Con and Comics Collecting for since two thousand eleven. And so the way it's going to work tonight is we're going to show you a little preview of the documentary, and then we're going to get the auction underway. And we're all like, ah, oh, it's cool, whatever, you know, blah, blah. So, like, we're waiting, and we're waiting, we're waiting. Oh, but so first, gonna... they, gave us the, um, they gave us the winners of the Inkwell Awards, which for the first time took place on Friday night. So Bob Almond went up and um, broke down all the all the winners for the um, the Inkwell Awards that happened the previous night. Nobody cares about that. Exactly, right, because it's anchors. So then you had, um, and then we had a few people who, um, who broke down how the night was going to go, um, the auction, take a time, take time out for, um, moment of silence for those that have left us over the past year and then, uh, and then finish up. But first, here's a preview, keyword, preview of this documentary that's been worked on. That's just about ready. Right. How long was the document? How An was it? How hour. Get out. It was, it was pretty much minutes. the entire documentary. <laughs> Dude, and, and I kept saying, if this is a preview, how long is this goddamn movie going to be? This, it's going to be out on Blu-ray. This, this was my thing. You are 
This is like when you're when you're watching Animal Planet and they tell you to to donate to the ASPCA or you're you're preaching to the choir. We're we're here at Heroes. We're here at this auction for Heroes. We probably would have bought this documentary or at least we're aware of it, but but now you're we're 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 kind of being held hostage and watch and and because yeah. the auction is not starting until the documentary is over. Well, somebody's probably. But when Jay Owen, oh, it, and it was, it, it, there, there was some talent involved in, in making it. It was, it was, it, it's a sharp looking production. Some. Jason went up to get to, uh, to get something to drink and, and he's on his way back in. He, he asked about, you know, so what's, is, is, I thought the auction was starting at eight o'clock. Apparently the people in, involved in this were told that the auction starts at nine. And that the preview was supposed to last until the auction starts at nine o'clock. Yeah. So, you know, the, the auction, we knew what to expect this year more than last year. And, um, and, and you, know, you get a chance before the auction to look at all the pieces and see what you might want to have. And, and, uh, and they go in order from left to right. So you, you can, you can kind of get a sense of, okay, the thing I want is in the middle of the, of the, of the board. So I probably have an hour or two and you can go and get drinks or whatever and kind of meander back in. But, but, um, but it was fun. I, it, it, it's fun more from the sense of some of the shenanigans. Um, and look, some of it's a big dick measuring contest. I mean, there are a number of very wealthy people that attend this thing every year and they clearly have money. Money's no object, literally. And so it's, it's more about outdoing each other and putting on a show, but, but it's entertaining at times. I mean, some of the, the, the truly memorable moments were, um, there was an, an absolutely breathtaking, ginormous painting by Andrew Robinson of oh, Hellboy gorgeous. and, uh, the Scooby-Doo, uh, the gang. Scooby gang. Yep. Scooby gang. Absolutely breathtaking. And, uh, I know Chris, Chris Campbell was planning on bidding on it. I was going to bid on it. I'm sure as many others were. That is until they, <laughs> they, they say, okay, here's the piece. And Scotty, um, literally holds his bidding because it's an auction. You see all, you all have bidding numbers. He holds his, he walks up to the front of the room and holds his bidding number up, just like saying, this is mine. Like, what are you going to do about it? Now, the cool thing about that was that, um, I suspect that someone that knows him or is a friend and also has a lot of money wasn't just going to let him get away with it. So they started getting a bit of bidding war and to the point where, um, I think the bid got to like 3,500 bucks and Scotty was on his knees, like, <laughs> like, like faux crying. And he finally put it up and said 4,000 and, uh, and, and he won, he won the, the, the piece. So, so uh-huh. the crowd went nuts. So very entertaining. That's a cover for Scotty. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. And it was a great <laughs> piece. It really was. And, and the money goes to Shelton. And it's I know that big. Scotty's a big, big fan of Shelton and treated him well. Um, the the uh, a couple of other Scotty did a a, a Spider Gwen like a a, a Scotty you know uh, baby, a Marvel baby, baby type Gwen. of yeah. a baby Spider Gwen and that went for a, a boatload um but a couple pieces went for huge amounts in the thousands um but the the story of the night and, and again just keeping it real um Mark Brooks who is a regular Heroes Con attendee and did not donate a piece last year for whatever reason but he is. He has, it's my understanding that he has in multiple years been the highest, um, his piece has been the highest bid piece in, in many years. That's been the case. He and Adam Hughes, I think both have, they were tied until this year for the record. Um, so Mark did a, I guess it was like 11 by 17, maybe 12 by 18. White, was it even white, that big? It was that big, I think. Yeah. But okay. it was a painting, uh, looked like an acrylic painting of the white queen. Now and apparently it's it's the last time Mark is painting Emma like never n- never to be painted again. Right, and I guess the backstory is a certain a certain buyer that was in the crowd 
is a big Mark Brooks fan and also collects White Queen art. And so it had been something he had wanted from Mark for years. So, so Mark did that with some, some knowledge that this guy would really want the piece. But anyway, um, I mean, again, I'm just going to keep it real. The piece wasn't that hot. The, the piece was, in my, in my opinion, you can Google it. It's on Facebook. I think Mario posted a picture of it on Facebook. It's, it's also um, on Mark's Instagram. And, and today Mark posted on Instagram a, um, a picture of, of, um, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel through the years, Carol Danvers. Uh-huh. And it, it looks tons better. Than the White Queen piece that went for fifteen grand. Well, yeah, I think the piece is nice, but it's not final bid nice. You've seen that? Oh, you've seen the piece? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. It is. I mean, if I again, I guess it's all. It's all. I I I personally wouldn't have paid more than a couple hundred bucks for it, right? Because I think I could commission someone to do that kind of exact thing for that. But whatever, that's irrelevant. What's What's relevant? What makes it worth being a story is that this was a piece that was coveted by a number of bidders who had deep pockets. And the fucking thing went for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars. And um, look again, it's not so much about whether we think it's worth the money. The fact is, someone paid fifteen thousand dollars for this thing and set a new record. And it was fun to be there to see the record. Yes, if for nothing else, it was fun to. Shelton was going crazy, bear hugged Mark, and everyone was going nuts. And um, so that was entertaining. It truly was entertaining. Um, you know, the downside of the art auction is that um, some pieces resonate, some pieces don't. And part of it is, you know, is it an artist that's kind of in the crowd or in the crew and they know them? And uh, and I have found now for two years in a row um, that I end up being one of those guys that kind of price enforces, that I buy things that I like, even if they're not in my main wheelhouse, because I just think they're criminally underpriced. Yes. And that, that was the case for me this year. Um you were probably shocked, Vince, to see that I bought a Dead Man piece. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have any affinity for for Dead Man, and I really own almost no DC art of any kind. But um, Kelly Williams, who is uh, a buddy and someone that uh, I met last year at Heroes and someone who did a phenomenal Serpent Society commission for me this year, uh, donated an absolutely breathtaking Dead Man painting. It, it is. It is, right? It's absolutely yeah. breathtaking. and. It just was going for a price where it was clear. Uh, it just was a, was a sin. I mean, I it, it probably would would fetch two or three times that price if you commissioned someone to do that piece for you. So so I bought that very happily, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's just gorgeous. And uh, again, I'm not a I don't have any predisposition to Dead Man, but I'm I'm thrilled to have this piece. And then I bought um, a Lee Weeks. Uh, his donation was. He did some art for a round of the Marvel trading cards, and this was three of the uh, pieces from the an X Men set. So it is, um, it's uh, it's Quicksilver, Luna, and Crystal in one. It is Magneto, and it is um, who's the last one? Uh, I have to forget who the last one is, but another X another X Men character. Um, but uh, I bought that as well. So um, I bid on a bunch of other stuff. But bidding just got too rich for me. There was an, an X23 by Ariella Christiana, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal. I really loved it. And I went up to, I think, 400 on it. But it went for 600 I think. And like I said, I bid on that thing for you, the Benton piece. Um, Campbell won a Francis Manipole Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, my, my, my friend Don Mock, another – uh, avid art collector won a couple cool pieces. He actually won Wachter's piece, which 
No, putting aside the fact that we know Dave and he's a friend, I personally think that Dave's swamp thing that he donated was one of the best, if not the best pieces in the auction. I, cool. I, it was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Um, and, uh, and listen, I, I, I would give anything to have an Art Adams piece, but Dave's swamp thing was nicer than Art Adams swamp thing. Or was Art Adams man thing? It was, uh, Art Adams man. Ah, thing, either way, yeah. Wachter's thing was better than but the auction was fun you know again it was we hung out for the whole thing mainly because it was entertaining i mean the shenanigans were entertaining and then we made a beeline well actually no we we um we went went in the, to back to the Westin hallways and we um we ended up chatting with a bunch of people for a bit and actually ended up talking hip-hop with uh scotty and latour and uh Sanford, uh, Sanford Green and, uh, George Haig and a couple other dudes for a bit. And then we bounced to the, to the Midnight Diner where we had the most wonderful experience last year. And it was myself, Dap, Mario, Stringer, Stringer's buddy whose name escapes me, uh, where he was, he, the play guy he was staying with for the weekend, um, Campbell, Tom, King, and Daryl. And, uh, we got there and just like last year, there were police man in the door. And we saw probably the most diesel female cop I've ever seen. She could have whooped all her asses. Um, she had tribal tats. Stringer was talking to her. He's like, I don't, I haven't seen too many chicks with tribal tats like this, but, um, and, uh, we met Angela, the awesome hostess with the mostest. Yes. And, uh, she was an absolute ridiculous character. The one downer of the whole experience was that apparently the new manager banned the twerking that we so much loved last year. So there was no more music and twerking. But it was still a hell of a fun evening. Um, we probably sat around chatting with Angela for about 40 minutes till our table's ready. And then we had a big old breathix late night. Had some grits, <laughs> had some, 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 some pancakes, and some sausage. Oh, some hashy bees. It was great. Uh, and really what hooked kind that of up a human, and didn't get home. Huh? What kind of a human being bans twerking? I don't know. Well, the, the way it was explained is that, especially when it comes time for third shift, you, People were acting like the diner was a club and, and they didn't want to leave. And their whole thing is it's two in the fucking morning. We got to turn around. We, we, we got, we got people to feed and you hanging out here is, is basically impeding that. So we, we, I, I, I get it, but, uh, especially on a Saturday night and you know, you, you get a whole mix of, there's a, um, there's a strip, there's a strip club called Uptown right next door practically. Allegedly. Um, yes. And, and I, so there are, um, there were a couple of people in the corner sitting in the corner booth who were kind of questionable. There may have been some walkers of the night. Allegedly. So there are, um, yes. So, uh, they do serve everyone and, uh, and that means you kind of have to take everyone into consideration and, uh, you can't bust out the twerking if, um, if you know, this dude's trying to get back in his truck and make a living, if this person's trying to get back on their corner and make a living, whatever. So, uh, allegedly. So you have, um, I, I get it. it. It was a bit of a downer. And, and where we were that night, actually, where we were last year, um, it was, I guess, better for the twerking. This year, where we were around the corner, uh, we were kind of, Questioned. We weren't really in 
the mix as much as we yeah, were. Yeah, we're last a little, little more secluded. Um, but and then still, at two a.m., Angela she comes out. She goes in the middle of the oh, diner. She's awesome. just, she screams she's like, "Let me have your attention!" <laughs> and the whole place quiet. She's like, "Now, I want y'all to listen. If you got an order out and you ain't got your food or you're still eating, I'm not talking to you. But if you already ate, you got empty plates or you done paid your bill, it's third shift and you got to go." We were like, oh, suck out. sucking now. Yeah. It was great. It was great. She, she was, was. She was. And, and, and see her. She's a Long Island she, girl. Some, she's a Long Island girl. And there's a picture of uh, her with us in the uh, the Facebook streams of, uh, I know I know, I know, I posted it. I think Daryl posted it. I think Chris posted it. I don't know if you did, David, but there's definitely a few friends with any of us. You can see Angela. Oh, my Lord. Dude, That's not hurt somebody. Yes, Commissioner Gordon. That's your son asking what time he has to go to bed. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Like, oh, no, that go to he, bed maybe. He's got the headphones on. He's knee deep in the Xbox by now. Oh, nice. That friggin' man. So yeah, but anyway. you know, Saturday was late night, and then Sunday, you know, Sunday's kind of this quasi love hate day, right? Where you you, you, know, you have the yeah you have the full day, and and we were there the full day because none of us had to leave all that particularly early. I had a late flight. These guys had uh, you know the, the, uh, David ended up since Renee drove him to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah that that rent, yeah he was gonna I, rent a yeah. car back. But I, he ended um, up getting hooked up with, with, with Cliff and Justin who live nearby where, where David's dad lives. And so he ended up taking a road trip and commuting back with them up there, which, or over there, which, which worked out well. But we ended up, you know, we all were there on Sunday. We did our, did our round million, you know, a million rounds, say goodbye to everybody, you know, pick up last pieces of art, hug it out. We did some souvenir shopping. Um, you know, uh, I did not, hmm? did not get my, uh, did not get my mage number one. Didn't find a mage number one. Nobody had it. We did find some kick-ass Legos, though. Yeah, Our we did. Legos. Well, actually, some bootleg Legos. So there's this company in China <laughs> called Decool, D-E-C-O-O-L. And uh, th- these are not your, your grandma's bootleg Legos. These are pretty much high-end customs that look just like Marvel ca- – well, not just Marvel, but, but, but characters, licensed characters that they mass-produce now. And I'm a little mixed to be on it because I don't like the idea of supporting a bootlegger of Legos since Legos are so important to my family and like my kids love them. On the other hand, the figures are freaking dope. <laughs> I mean, they're legit. I mean, you would never know these aren't real Legos. I mean, they're really well constructed. And I succumbed to the fact that I wanted to put smiles on my son's faces. So we hooked it up. I mean, and the dudes were selling them on Sunday for, um, well, the one guy was selling them for four for 20. And then the other dude who Carl Story, the inker, ended up turning us on to was selling it for six for twenty. And I'm talking about some sick ass figures. I got a blue furred beast. Got Doctor Strange up in here. I mean, there was a rhino, there was a Hulkbuster, there was a whole Fantastic Four, including an oversized thing. I mean, uh there was a yellow gold deadpool. Um it was bananas. It really was bad. <laughs> I, I can't have these, but I gotta have yes. them. I had to have them. I succumbed. I succumbed. Yep. And I tell you what, happens. I've never, I brought them home and my kids lost their shit. Because, <laughs> like, just to be clear, I mean, we have an insane number of Legos in this house and any money they procure for Christmas or the birthdays or graduation, they always buy Legos with that shit. And, and, and they have, much as I did with the Hasbro catalog back in the day with G.I. Joe, they have every Lego ever made memorized. They're on websites all the time looking at customs. They buy custom like weaponry and helmets and shit from like Brick Forge all the time. 
they're all up on the whole scene and it's therefore impossible to surprise them with something that they didn't already know existed. And when they saw like Blueford Beast and fucking Giant Venom and Galactus, they lost. I mean, they pretty much shat their pants with excitement. I mean, <laughs> they couldn't handle their life that they were so. And I did it right. I did it right. That knows. I bought. It was. It, you could. I bought twenty. Two for me. Which Vince, you want to guess which two I kept? Gold Deadpool. Uh huh. Um, did you get a Domino? They don't. Have, uh, please, yeah. a Domino by seventeen of them. Uh, no, a Blue <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna get but, Beast. And then I bought eight. So then the other eighteen I got for them, and they had a draft when I got home. Oh shit! Three sons, so they got draft, serpentine draft. And, uh, they drafted figures. Oh, and there was like, there was a Scarlet Witch and a Quicksilver. There was yep. Reverse Flash and, and there was black, like black costume Reverse Flash, yellow costume Reverse Flash, main Flash. There was an awesome Hawkeye, cause there's a, there's a bunch of Hawkeye's legit Lego sets, but the, the, the movie Hawkeye's, there was a, this was a, a, a Avengers purple costume Hawkeye. Nice. Um, uh, it was great. The Doctor Strange is phenomenal. I'm pretty sure David got one of those too. Yep. yep. It was yep. a, it's a phenomenal minifig. Um, so yeah, That's huge, huge, huge get on that on Sunday. Um, ended up Sunday was the art buying day, like meaning the original art, the pages art. So we all, we looked through Paolo's catalog at Cadence, looked through a bunch of stuff, uh, at some other tables, um, uh, bought a couple pages, two tree pages from different people. Uh, you know, then said our goodbyes and, and made our way. And then I'll let David talk about his commute home because I didn't, I didn't, I don't even hear about, I haven't heard about that, but I ended up at the airport and, uh, Bunch of flights were delayed because of inclement weather, so I ended up having, uh, even though I went to the airport by myself, I ended up at a bar with Mario, Ryan Brown, and Norton, and we just ended up having a couple yinglings, uh, for an hour or two waiting for our flights to, to, to show up. So, uh, phenomenal weekend, man, and, um, you know, I got a bunch of shout outs and I'll go through what art I got, but, uh, but I'll, you know, David will talk about your commute, maybe your drive, and then we can just give some shout outs. Yes, um, the uh it worked out with um as we were driving to Charlotte on Friday morning and and I had warned Renee about this drive because I did it last year at night in the dark um as night tends to be and it is a um it's not it it's very much like driving through Indiana where it's just long and there's nothing to look at and it's just miles and miles of road. And, um, Renee was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to do this on, on Sunday coming back to get you. And I says, I expected that. So I figured I would, um, I'd hit the airport with Jason and Mario when they leave and, and, uh, rent something from there because there's a, um, there is a Hertz kiosk at the uh, there's a hearse counter at the Westin, but they're not open sunday so i would have to rent something saturday and eat that day for rental so i was like well fuck that so i um i figured all right well then i'll go to the airport rent something there drive back to dad's and drop it off monday morning um when i mentioned that to cliff because he lives in raleigh he and justin live in raleigh and and that's only a half hour from dad they're like well dude then just don't rent something and and ride back with us and and my big thing is i don't i don't like 
the last day of cons, which was the main reason why I was so hyped for us driving to Chicago, because that means come Sunday, the con's not ending. And we still have another eight fucking hours in the car where we're just hanging out. So I was like, all right, that's cool, because now it means the con's not ending when we all leave Charlotte. And um, they, uh, they're they cool dudes, man. Seriously, they are, um, they're just, we were just bullshitting about a few things. We talking about life and what we all do uh, as far as work goes and things like that. But, um, you know, we, we, um, we were just having a, a grand old time. They didn't go to the auction Saturday night. So, uh, I got to give a, uh, pretty much a rundown of, of the events from the previous evening. Um, they told me about this, uh, while we were at the auction, there was apparently a bridal party that came into the Weston bar. Um, and kind of had their own preconceived notions about con goers and, and oh, where's everybody's costumes and, and the whole snobbish, oh, you're a geek kind of attitude, which they eventually ended up turning around into somewhat of a, of a kumbaya moment. But they, they had a, um, we were kind of just all between the three of us, the three of us talking about the, the weekend and, um, and what had happened. And, and Justin, um, he bought some original art from Paolo. He uh he left with a uh, with a Harbin page. I think from Seek no, uh from Agents of Atlas and um and and Cliff left with a Tom Fowler page from uh Hulk season 1. There was a Matteo Scalera page from uh the Incredible Hulk the Wade's Hulk run same same probably the same issue that Jason bought a page of art from. Um, with the whole Western motif, but we were talking about everything and anything and, and the podcast and all sorts of fun stuff. So that was great. We, um, they brought me to Raleigh where, uh, where my father and, and, and Renee and my sister met us. Um, and that pretty much ended, uh, the con weekend. But yeah, I mean, between picking up the few books that, uh, that I had promised people that I'd be picking up, finally picking up the page from Gonzo. Um, I picked up the Umbral pages on, on Saturday when Jason picked up his jam piece, but it was a, um, it really was a, I think Sunday was also when I, when I spoke, I don't think it was Saturday. I think it was Sunday when I spoke to, um, Matt Faisal about, uh, Cynical Man, talked about that for a little bit. Um, I picked up a comic strip from him, uh, but the, uh, oh, Robinson, uh, Andrew Robinson had the, um, because he worked on that painting pretty much the entire day, the, the painting that, that Scotty won, um, he was kind of backed up on his, uh, his commissions and, uh, and what, um, what he had planned to do on Saturday. I, I dropped off the fifth Beatles early Saturday morning, hoping that, uh, Andrew would have it done. So I could, it didn't really matter. I didn't need it for Saturday. I just needed it for Sunday when we left. Uh, so finally that was done Sunday morning. And I think that's, he probably did it after, I'm going to guess that he did it shortly after he finished, uh, Jason's commission. Um, so that I was able to give to, uh, to dad when we got home Sunday. Um, let's see. There was, uh, oh, was at the, um, Friday night when I was talking to the O'Briens, um, John and Mike, who Jason and I met last year at the auction, um, and they're with, uh, Frank Comics. They, um, 
they introduced themselves last year. They came up to the table. I uh, talked to them for a little bit while um, while I was talking to uh, to John and uh, and Tim, and um, it really was a it, it 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 was a fun time. I mean, as much fun as you have on the convention floor, and um, for Jason, it was pretty much working. Whereas I was just trying to kind of see people. Um, it was a, uh, it really was a blur. And, and the fun parts were, were after I was pretty much just like last year. I mean, last year we kind of had a, a, a game plan. J- Jason knew what he was doing. Um, I was here just to kind of say that I've finally been to heroes, but it, it was the, uh, just like last year, it was the, the diner and the auction and, and, um, and just hanging out afterwards downstairs with everybody. Um, Cause that's where it really is. Saturday night was, was nuts between, um, Scotty holding court and you had, um, Campbell and company off to the side and, and they were all chatting about things. It was a, um, it, it's great to just kind of stand back and look at everything and, and see, um, different clicks break off. And, and even when they all, come together and, and, and chat about everything. It was a, uh, it was cool. I was bummed that Scotty wasn't going to be there Sunday. They, they had, uh, he and Casey, um, had to leave Sunday afternoon. So they weren't at the show at all on, um, on Sunday, but it was a, uh, I think it was, it was a very successful, very productive, um, and, and a damn fine convention. I, uh, it, it was my second heroes and, and I, uh, going to make the third next year so and, and we have to we have to figure out the logistics i don't know if um renee might come for the entire weekend or or, or how it'll work out but we'll well we have a few months to discuss that but i i am a big big fan of heroes con now you are leaving out the thing that made me the most proud of you this weekend what's that you were lucky enough to find a, uh, a copy of what I call one one of the all-time best single issues ever published. October 1974, you came home with an issue with a copy of comics book number one. And he did. And I saw that on the feed, and I'm like, I was beaming. I was David. That's my boy. It's true. He bought it. And where did you get that? Wait a minute! Did he get bounced? Can't be getting bounced when I'm I'm praising him. Wait, he's oh he is disconnected, isn't he? He got bounced. Wait, Damn. Yeah, Ace Hole Midget Detective. That that is like if I had to name my five favorite stories of all time, that would be in the five. And and David came home with it. There you Yay. go. And he got he got killed. Is it fate? That he would um, get knocked out of Skype as I was praising him? Could be. It's true. What is this? I don't know. It's cray. Oh. oh. Have to hang so why don't you tell them? Him. No, he'll, he'll be back. Why don't you tell him about what you got? All right. Yeah. So I'll go over some of my art hall. So it was, it was, a, it was a big, it was a big weekend. Um, I'll start with the jam pieces. I got uh, 24 jam squares done. What? What? That's less than last year. I know you finished the Inhumans page. I finished a bunch of pages, so I'll go through them real quick. Um, 
So, well, first of all, let me talk about the X-Men page. So my first ever finished jam piece was my X-Men jam. And about three years ago now, two years ago, um, I had a white queen done by Terry Moore, the incomparable Terry Moore. But as we have often joked, uh, I didn't express to Terry at the time that I wanted it inked. And so he drew it in pencil, and it was my only penciled jam piece square. And although the X-Men page has been, quote-unquote, done for some time, I have longed to get Terry to ink over Emma for a number of years now. And uh, every time I see him, he unfortunately says he didn't bring his inks. And then I joke, well, can you promise that you'll bring your inks next time? And he laughs and says, maybe. And he never does. So I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been David, or but someone suggested to me not too long ago, why don't you consider having an inker ink over it? <laughs> and, um, you know, for a while I was against that because Terry doesn't have ink. Well, Terry inks himself, right? So I just was like, well, I don't, you know, it's not like people ink Terry, but, but, um, but, you know, there, there was, it was, I was open to the idea. And then we were chatting with Brian Hurt this weekend, who did an awesome, um, mockingbird for me. And we were relaying the story to him and he said, well, why don't you get someone to ink over Terry's ink pencils? It's easy enough. So we, we thought about who was there at the show that were, that were inkers and, um, you know, Mark Morales was there and Dexter Vines was there and a number of other, uh, very, very highly competent, uh, ink masters. Um, but then we saw that Carl's story was there and I had never met Carl before, but I'm a big fan of his work. Most recently from, a, from a modern perspective, his work on Buffy and over George Genty. And I just, uh, we said, well, why don't we see if Carl will do it? And Carl, like many artists, was full up for the weekend. He was inking a huge commission. But as we were chatting him up, he said, listen, as I think about it, I'm never going to get this giant commission finished in time. So if the, if the guy who bought this commission from me is cool with me taking it home and mailing it to him, I'll have some, some time on Sunday to take on some smaller things and I'd, I'd be happy to ink it. So long story short, uh, Carl inked over my Emma Frost, and so now it is a fully inked, finished X Men jam piece, and it looks phenomenal. He did a great job. So it's a Terry oh, nice. Moore slash Carl story. Yeah. So um. So that. So my X Men my X Men jam is finished. Um, what other jams are finished? Yep. My Brotherhood of Evil Mutants had two spots left going into the weekend, and it was finished. We had um, uh, Mr. Gonzo did a Killer Destiny for me, full color. And, uh, and then we had, um, uh, Jason Wingard, uh, mastermind finished it off. Um, and David, I can't remember who did the mastermind. Do you remember? I can't remember now. Uh, it wasn't Jamie Jones. Nope. Wasn't, um, I think you had that set up on Friday. Yeah. Huh. Crap. I gotta go back through my list and see. Yes. Who did it? It's wonderful though. I feel bad not shouting them out. Hmm. It's disheartening that I can't remember. Oh, it was, uh, wasn't it Ron Salas? Yeah, it was Ron Salas. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Ron Salas did a great Jason Wingard. So finished my Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Then, um, I finished my Inhumans Jam. Which, much like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, I had two spots left going into the show. Um, and they were the two that I thought would be the last to go. Uh, one of them was Luna, 
And let's be honest, Luna is a little, a normal looking little kid and people aren't very keen to draw that. But, but Veronica Fish, who is an artist I had never met until this show, um, was kind enough to do an awesome Luna for me. Uh, and then Drew Moss, who also I met for at the first time for the show, although I had been internet friends with him for a while, finished it off with, um, with the unspoken, who is the, uh, the leader of the Inhumans prior to Black Bolt. Um, really more of a nemesis to the family, but a member of the royal family. So he, he, he was the final piece to the Inhumans puzzle. Um, my Young Avengers jam is the slowest going jam piece of all time. Um, I had one piece done at New York last year, which was a, a Matt, uh, a Matt Kent vision. And so it was, the rest was open. And then this con, I got one square done by Kevin Wada, who did a phenomenal job drawing speed. Um, but you know, in, in fairness, Kevin had the piece for the entire weekend. So yeah. <laughs> a little bit slow on the draw, but worth it. In the end, it came out really well. So I can't, I, you know, ultimately the, the end product turned out. I finished my Excalibur jam piece. I had two spots left in that. And, uh, I had day tripper, uh, done by Gene Gonzalez. And then I had, uh, Neron done by Jamie Jones. And, um, Jamie Jones, by the way, he, he's, he's one of the, the, the young bucks that I discovered this year that I think is going to be big, big time in a year or two. Um, on the Avengers villains jam, not finished, but I got three new pieces. Um, uh, we got, uh, Stephen Green did a Kang. Mike Lilly did an unbelievable fully painted colored Thanos. It's a sight to be seen. Yes. And, uh, and then, um, Sean Crystal, uh, a friend of the show and a member of the Essential Sequential crew did a phenomenal Ultron for me. Um, I finished my Weapon X jam piece. Um, I got a, um, uh, Juan Gedeon, who I didn't even know was going to be at the show until we at, were at the show. You may um, remember his name, Vince. He's the guy that did the uh, Ghost Riders. Ghost uh, Racers. Got me Ghost Racers, right? He did Ghost right, Racers. Right, right. So he did Silver Fox for me. And then the last piece was a Wild Child by Mr. Mitten. Christopher Mitten did a Wild Child. So finish that jam piece off. Um, I finished my West Coast Avengers jam piece. I had three squares to go in that. And I ended up getting a... Tyler Crook, Scarlet Witch, a Kagan McLeod, Hank Pym, and a Brian Hurt, uh, Mockingbird, and a cool story about the, the Brian Hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, some of my jams are black and white, some of them are, are sometimes color, sometimes black and white, depending on what the artist does. And for some reason, the West Coast event, all color. And so with one square left, which was Mockingbird, uh, Brian Hurt did it, and he's a big fan of Mockingbird. But he's not a color. He doesn't do colors usually. So we were joking with him because he shares a studio with Matt Kent that, um, after he was done, he, he, I see if I could get Matt to color it. And, um, when I went back to pick up my mockingbird, Brian said, Oh, I don't have the piece. It's over on Matt's table. I gave it to him and told him to color it. So, uh, so Kent colored my mockingbird for me. And what's, what's cool is that Brian picked up reference. Yeah. At the show. He bought some old issues of West Coast Avengers. To make sure he got Mockingbird right. It's true. Um, and then Serpent Society, I have one square left to finish. But at the show, I got a Fair DeLance. Uh, I got um, uh, Tula Lote did a uh, did a Asp for me. And 
Alex Sanchez, who remember I talked about doing the fill-in issues on Electra for Mike Del, when Mike Del Mundo wasn't doing it. Um, I met him at Special Edition, but because I was with my boys, didn't have time to wait around for him to do a jam piece. And since he drew the Serpent Society in the Electra comic, um, he gladly did an Anaconda for me on my Serpent Society jam. So I have one more to go there. Oh, and then uh, I, I forgot I actually got a Black Racer. Um, at the show as well from uh, Alessandro Maselli. So I got four pieces on that at the show. And then uh, last but certainly not least, my newest jam, which was the Cannonball Run jam piece, which was a fast, <laughs> fascinating social experiment. Oh, so every, every like 40-year-old and above artist that we told uh, that I had a Cannonball Run jam piece, they plotted. They were giddy. They said, great idea. I want to do a spot. Save me a spot. Uh, everybody like 35 and younger that I mentioned Cannibal Run to blank stares. Like, what <laughs> tell them what Kagan's answer was. Kagan's response. Oh, well, Kagan asked if it was a movie and then I was explaining it to him and then I explained to him what, it, what the premise was about and he's like, so it's kind of like Logan's Run. <laughs> I'm like, it's not anything like Logan's Run actually. But, that's cool. Either way, dude. <laughs> um, but, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fair to say that uh, the jam that was had us most beside ourselves with glee, both myself, David, and Mario, uh, was the Cannibal Run piece. It started off with uh, Ryan Lee doing Jack Elam, and uh, I just can't do it justice. It's 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 Jack Elam personified. It's incredible um, with the crazy giant eye and the in the needle and the, the, the big drunken face. Gorgeous. Then, uh, stop right there. You could have just, no, I know. You're right about that. Then Norton did a Jackie Chan. Then Wachter did an absolutely spot on. It could be from an eighties movie poster. Jamie Farr as the chic. (laughs) Yes. It's incredible. And then Matthew Roberts, who is the artist on manifest destiny, who cannibal run is one of his all time favorite movies did a, uh, Victor, uh, Prism, AKA captain chaos, uh, for me. So that piece is, at the point now where the four that are on there are so good that this has to be very carefully curated from here. <laughs> it does. There's no room everybody. for error. Everyone has to be yeah. triple vetted. Yeah. They have to be a cannibal run fan. They have to be good at humor and they have to be probably someone that I've gotten art from already and know that yeah. they can handle it. Um, like Fowler is a natural for this, right? I mean, Fowler oh, is yeah. a perfect yeah. one well, for this. He wasn't at the show, what, but what's interesting is that, um, and Mario also made a mental note about this. You would think, Vince, that um, Ryan Brown, that Brownie would be up for this, right? Sure. Yeah, no. There are no, two things that said no. That he said he wouldn't there, do it. There are two things Ryan Brown hates when it comes to drawing comics. One is cars, not that there'd be a square with a car in it, but the other is likenesses. Yeah, they're tough. He's not a fan of likenesses, so they're tough. Uh, he pretty much let himself out of the. Um, he tapped out of the running. Uh, respect, right? So respect. no, which is fine, which is I fine. Yeah, because you don't want you don't want anybody half-assing. Proud of, yeah. Uh, right. So we do have to come to New York. We have to be very careful leading up to that. Oh yeah. You know what would be the mm-hmm. crown jewel on that page? What? Jack Davis. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's. Well, I thought I would love to have a Jack Davis. I think. Oh. Would, it would be great to have Art Adams do either Farrah Fawcett or Adrian Barbeau. I mean, that would be great. I think Mannion could do a great Barbeau or or, oh, or um, 
a faucet, sure. right? I think that would be great. Um, the dude that does, uh, I forget his name, the one last year that was from Mad, that was that, doing the- I was just gonna say that. Yeah, the guy all the way at the end, he yeah. would be, he would be great for it. Tom Richmond. Yes. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so, right? I think so. Yeah, yes. So, and then I'll, I'll go through my other art pieces because they were they were expansive but awesome. Um, uh, uh, Michelle Fifa, um, who is flatteringly a listener of the show because we were all going up to to give him mad props over Copra and he listens to the show. So, shout out to Michelle. He was doing this cool thing where um, Mario actually was the first one to do it. He got a Doctor Strange, as David did mention. He had these really cool. Uh, swaths of paper uh, about the size of maybe like two index cards and they had different color washes over them and his whole conceit was you pick a card based on the color scheme that you like and then you tell him a character and he'll draw a character over top of that wash and so he did a uh, a Hank McCoy for me a beast um, and then I'm just going to go I have a pile here I'm just going to go through them as I in no, in no particular order simply based on the order that they're stacked uh, a, a full giant awesome commission of Phantom X from Nathan Fox, who, by the way, was to David's point one of the ones who I had prepaid for the commission six weeks before the show, and then I show up at the show and the his dealer's like, "Oh, I forgot to put you on the list. No problem though." And then Sunday morning, his dealer's like, "Oh, can we mail it to you?" And I'm like, "Nah." Son. I'm like, "Listen, I like I love Nathan. You're cool. It's been fun to deal with you, but real talk, like." If he can't do it, I just want my money back. And but to Nathan's credit, man, he killed it. He he worked on it all Sunday, and by the end of Sunday, he he came up with an awesome, amazing giant piece. So I I, I got nothing but love for him. Um, Ryan Bodenheim did a amazing Black Panther, but as our listeners noted <laughs> this week, I introduced myself as Gary, and that's because I didn't notice until after the fact Ryan signed it to Gary. So I don't. I don't know. A little whiteout will fix that, but it is kind of funny. Um, but he's a black, a giant, a full size Black Panther for me. Um, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Visions, uh, who is a, a young up and comer. He's done one, uh, one uh, comic so far, one four issue miniseries. But he did his own interpretation of Black Panther for me, and uh, another full size piece, phenomenal. Another one of the out of step guys. Um, one of the, 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 the real eye-popping pieces that, uh, even people that I think were maybe skeptical of the, of the piece until they saw it had to give it props, uh, was Linsner's Domino. Um, it's, it's just phenomenal. It's, it's, uh, it, it is something to see. Linsner absolutely killed the Domino. Um, a quiet dude, sort of an, like a little of an odd dude socially, but, but, uh, you can yeah, draw his ass very. off. Um, the aforementioned Lee Weeks piece. So yeah, it's, it's Magneto. It is, um, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Maximoff family, and then it is, uh, uh, what was Magneto's head acolyte's name? What was his name? Gideon. Yes, there you go. That's who this is. Um, the. I'm surprised that I knew that you didn't. <laughs> yeah, right? Fully painted, full color painted Serpent Society by Kelly Williams. Um, Sanford Green did a full sized Phantom X for me with awesome gray washes. Uh, I bought a page from Deadly Class, uh, from issue 10, page 14. Uh, and I definitely got some consultation from Paolo and David and Mario on this. I was hemming and hawing between a number of Deadly Class pages. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they all universally thought this is the one I should go with because it was a, a fully composed action scene that tells the story. So I, I, I opted for that one from uh, from Paolo. Uh, pretty cool. I had fully intended to buy um, a page or two from uh, La Mano del Destino from Gonzo. But as luck would have it, um, there is this cool blog, which many people probably know, called the Ohatmu Redux which is different artists submitting their versions of um, official handbook of the Marvel Universe characters redone. And Gonzo, as, as, as the fates would have it, actually submitted one of his design for King Cobra. And since I happen to collect Serpent Society art, it was fairly the cosmic forces were aligned. So I bought the, uh, I bought the art at, uh, from the Ohatma Redux, uh, which is a full-sized King Cobra commission, essentially, um, along with adjoining art. Um, Gonzo is also a phenomenally talented, uh, tattoo artist. And so if you go to a hot redux and look at the, p- the, the page, just, you can Google King Cobra, Jason Gonzalez. Um, he, he drew the character and then he drew a King Cobra, uh, tattoo stencil. And then he superimposed that on the chest of the character as well as in the background of the page. So it was a separate piece of, of drawn art though. So he gave that to me too, as part of it. So very, very neat. Um, Ryan Lee did a Beyonder commission for me, and it is uh, the Beyonder playing with uh, mm-hmm. the Molecule Man and the Thunderer and standing on top of the Earth with uh, Eternity, uh, the cosmic Marvel being uh, behind him in the background. So totally, totally crazy and awesome. Uh, Steve Mannion, uh, who I think will be an annual thing where I'll get a piece from him. Last year mm-hmm. I got a blink from him. I mean, last year I got a domino from him. This year he did a blink for me. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, inked this time. He did a pencil for me last year. I got it inked this time. Um, Matt Kent did a commission of Phantom X versus Deadpool. And it's cool because it actually looks like it's upside down when you first look at it because he has them falling from a building upside down shooting each other. Um, but uh, really, really clever composition there. Uh, Drew Moss. Uh, which it, I posted it all in the internet, so many have seen this already. Did a Domino versus Mystique, where Mystique is morphing into Cable, so the Domino doesn't realize it's her coming to attack her. Um, I got a bunch of full-size pieces from the Essential Sequential crew, uh, not the least of which was a Andrew Robinson Domino, um, which uh, just couldn't I couldn't have asked for a better. I mean, it was exact in my if I pictured it in my mind beforehand. That's how it turned out. Um, from Carl Story, I bought a page from Buffy uh, Vampire Slayer Season 9, which I'm a big fan of that series, and I don't own any art of it. So it was uh, Carl on inks and George Genty on pencils. I got uh, It's from Issue 7, page 15, uh, a nice scene of, uh, of Buffy killing a vamp and uh, saving Xander's ass for the 10,000th time. Uh, Alessandro Maselli did a uh, Beast for me, a blue furred beast wearing a, an, an X-Men Avengers hybrid costume, which is very clever. One of the guys for all of you art collectors to look out for, because he's inexpensive right now but won't be for long, Jeremy Treese, T-R-E-E-C-E, did a spiral versus domino for me. And uh, he, this is one of those young guys that doesn't know how good he is yet, and I suspect in a year or two he will, so get on him now if you're uh, on a budget, because he's really affordable right now, but he won't be for long. Uh, Ryan Kelly... Um, who had never heard of the character before, did a domino, which is breathtaking, gave her a little bit of a little, uh, little pumps in the bump, little, <laughs> little wiggle in the jiggle, made her a little thick, which I liked. It's a nice little, little takeoff on domino. Um, 
Veronica Fish, who I mentioned did that jam piece for me, also did a domino commission for me. Uh, the other young buck for people to look out for, and this guy, I, I, much like Babs Tar was somewhat of an unknown last year and then is a household name this year, I'm calling my shot. This guy is going to be a household name next year, um, if not by Heroes, by New York Comic Con next year. His name is Jamie Jones. He just started working comics a year ago, right before Heroes, and he's talented. He gave us a copy. Uh, he, I don't know if he gave you a copy, David. He gave me a copy of his creator-owned book, haven't read it yet, but I will read it and review it. Um, but he did a Phantom X for me. Um, totally breathtaking. My boy Mateo did a full-sized Archangel, an X-Force Archangel. So I had a theme. I had the essential sequential guys all draw um, uncanny X-Force characters. So Andrew Robinson did Domino. Uh, Mateo Scalera did um, this Archangel. And then Tommy Lee Edwards did a Phantom X. So um, there is a fourth, and that is... Um, Eric Kennedy, I commissioned to do a Psylocke, and uh, Dab was like my bulldog because Kennedy. Again, I paid for the commission a month in advance, and it was not it was not cheap. I'll just be blunt; it was it was a fairly expensive piece. Um, and I saw Eric on Sunday morning and asked him about the piece. And he says, "Oh, I'm starting that next." <laughs> so, 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 needless to say, come toward the end of Sunday, he didn't have the piece. And, uh, you know, to, to Jason at Essentials Total Credit, he said, listen, man, I'll give you four refund if you want. Um, but Eric overheard the conversation and came over and said, listen, I get it. I'm sorry I don't have the piece, but, um, and, and, you know, if you want the refund by all means, but if you, if you're willing to wait, I swear to you in front of Jason, Schachter, not me, I will have the piece finished in his hands at San Diego and he can mail it to you. And I swear that if you let me take it home and do it, I will crush it for you. So I must admit, normally I would say no to this, but the prospect of an Eric Kennedy piece where he's promising to crush it was too hard to say no to. Yeah. So I'm putting my faith in Jason on this one, but I'm pretty excited at the prospect because every piece I've ever seen Kennedy do while I realize they take a long time are just breathtaking and I, I'm willing to wait for that one. So I had to wait for that one, but it is coming. Um, I so got an a, upcoming issue of Run Love Kill is late. We can blame Jason. That is true. Um, I bought another page of Infinite Kung Fu from Kagan because huh. uh, I hadn't seen him since New York Comic Con a few years back when I bought that first page. Um, and he's another dude that's way better than he realizes. Um, getting back to Jay Gonzo for a second, Gonzo on Sunday realized that I'm a Phantom X fan, and he's like, "Hold on a second. So he starts pulling out his his personal sketchbooks. Flips through to a page and in, in a, like years ago, he just for fun sketched a Phantom X, uh, an inked Phantom X drawing. So he gave that to me. He's just like, here you go, man. No one will want this more than you. Um, Ben Caldwell did a domino for me. And then, uh, last but certainly not least is the wonderfully painted Kelly Williams dead man. So a pretty, a pretty expansive haul. I think, uh, all told north of 40, maybe 45 pieces. So, <laughs> so right. a good week. A good week. Yeah. <laughs> you got more art in one weekend than I own. Period. Pretty much. Yeah. That's yeah. probably true. That is probably true. Yeah. So yeah. So a fun weekend from the art perspective. Oh. I'm too exhausted. I'm, I'm not going to. Um, don't put your iPad near your MacBook because the magnet in the case of your iPad will put the MacBook to sleep. Oh, what? oh is and that what happened? happened? That's what happened. That's what happened. Oh. Um, since the MacBook has the, the magnet in it. So yeah, so I just thought oh. that it was, the case was closed. So do we want to do some shout outs? Um, well, I think Jay, Vince was going to mention 
comics book. I already did. But yes, you did, but uh, that was oh, also just, going just... to segue into uh, me spending a few minutes at the Ad House booth and talking to um, Chris Pitzer, who, um, like I said, reminded me uh, that uh, Red Olive to uh, uh, Russian Olive to Red King was out and, and available. Yes. Um, and so the Eminens were at the at house booth. They, uh, they had copies to sign. Um, when I picked it up, uh, the, on Sunday, I picked it up Saturday, but on Sunday we were walking around the, uh, the con stopped by the at house booth. And, um, Chris is always thinking with a lot of things, but in this particular instance, um, because the Eminens were not signing at that moment, instead of people just using his table to pack their bags or assemble crap or just use his table for their personal use, um, he empties out some of the boxes, short boxes he has and, and puts the books that he has for sale. Not, not necessarily ad house books, but just, you know, other doubles or triples of, of other books that he's acquired over the years and, and he'll put them out on the table. Apparently he had a, um, a, a signed Grendel book for, for sale, which I wasn't aware of earlier in the day. So I missed that. Uh, but I did find comics book number one. So I, I, I picked that up for, for a steal. Um, Woo. Jason also went through his, um, it's a few things that he had, but, um, Chris is just one of the truly nicest dudes. I mean, everybody at the con is, is pretty easygoing and nice, but, but Chris is just one of those guys where it's just like, you know, you, you feel at home when, when you're talking to him or you're around, uh, the ad house table. So I, I think if, if we ever lose track of Vince next year, I think the ad house booth is where we'd be able to find him. Most likely, for, yeah. Yeah. for real. Uh, it was, um, but yeah, so I, I did pick up, I picked that up from him. Uh, like I said the night before, I grabbed, um, the, uh, the new book by, by the Eminence, which, uh, I, I, I really didn't expect to leave with, but it is the, uh, it's, it's pretty much one of my prized possessions now. It, it, it's a, um, and, and Jason, and I will probably get into it, if not tonight. Uh, then, then maybe when he returns from vacation, but it's, um, it, it's something yeah. that I definitely recommend to everyone. And it is something that will be, um, on the 11 o'clockers. As far as, um, shout outs, like Jason said, uh, the O'Brien's Don Mock, Rob Pierce, we finally said hello to on Sunday before we all, um, dispersed. Uh, Charlie C, who also hit me up. On Facebook Messenger, uh, cause we were talking about our, um, our good fortunes over the weekend. Uh, talked to him while I was actually waiting online for, um, for my Black Sad books to be signed. Um, Braxton was also having dinner with, uh, with, with, with Swain and Adrian and, um, and John, the writer of Run Love Kill. Uh, Braxton is extremely bummed that, uh, he did not get to meet Renee on Friday. Cause I did not know last year, uh, Braxton and Swain got there, I think for Saturday and they were there for the auction Saturday night. And then they bailed on the show 
Sunday morning. This year they came in on Friday. Had I known that, I would have tried to at least um, set up a, a meet for everybody. Um, let's see. Uh, Ramon Perez I talked to for a little bit, and I will probably, um, as a gift to myself for my birthday, pick up a uh, a page from uh, the Learning to Crawl story that uh, that he illustrated um, last year. Uh, I also spoke to Carrie Nord. Um, let's see, there was uh, that's pretty much. Oh, spoke to John Dell. Mario and I made our way over to uh, John Dell's table. Um, I asked him how it was because he he actually he works on. Uh, he's one of the few people this year, this summer, to to work on uh, the big events from both Marvel and DC. He's uh, he's inking. Um, the Cuba brother on renew your vows. And he also worked on, uh, on the convergence books. Um, let's see. There was, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, Linsner, as, as we mentioned before, uh, Tom King Stegman, who, um, Stegman's a trip because he, he yells over and calls Jason over to his table because of, of his upcoming book that he's working on because of a character in, said book and and uh which of course made me feel pretty much like chop liver because of who else is in the group and and apparently uh-huh. i guess ryan figures well well fuck it he doesn't need to know so um but then uh then we hugged it out afterwards on sunday before we all left he was actually on the um he was on the end next to where paolo was and and uh because of that i was able to flip through some of uh paolo's binders and um Put a page on hold, which I'll probably get within the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, so I may not have left with as much art as, uh, as Jason, but I have a few things that I, I plan on getting over the next couple of weeks. But it was a, uh, it was, man, it, Heroes is really, it, it's not, it's weird. It's not our local con, but it kind of feels like it just because of how, how comfortable and inviting everyone is and and just the whole atmosphere of it 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 it's really just it's a real welcoming convention i i i definitely recommend i mean westoff westoff came out there from chicago john yep. came out from chicago to because because we we met monster and um picked up his sketchbook and he not only uh gave me a a, a wicked cool um piece of uh icon and rocket but he also gave me the uh the old fantico series uh fantico chronicles he gave me the uh the history of spider-man and to give you an idea as to how old this this is uh it goes up to it's got a complete a complete checklist of all things spider-man um it goes up to Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number 69, uh, all the way up to Amazing Spider-Man, number 232. Uh, so, so this has a cover date of um, somewhere in the 80s, uh, 1982. So this is the complete history of Spider-Man up to 1982. But, it, I mean, it, this was... Like we all do, John likes to dig through the uh, the back issue bins and and found that. So I'm I'm gonna get a kick out of. I had the old Fantastic Four one, so that'll be fun to read through that. Now Heroes is definitely 
a convention everyone if if you are a comic book fan heroes is is a convention you need to attend period yes yes and uh continuing with the shout outs adapted on a bunch of them i just want to make sure it's uh, first of all, apologies if we don't mention you. It's not intentional. There's a lot of people, and we didn't take notes. I wrote down a lot, so yeah. Yeah, uh, so apologies for that. Um, but uh, just just again, kind of starting from the center of the circle and working out. Uh, again, massive, massive uh, bro hugs to Mario uh, because it had been a hot minute since we hung out with him, um, and uh, it felt like a glove, man. fit like a glove. It was a blast being with him, and... Uh, I swear I'll never call you Mario again. Um, <laughs> who knew? Yeah, apparently, calling someone Ma- Ma- Mario is as insulting as calling David Dave. So, uh, live and learn on that. But, uh, anyway, uh, again, shout out to Stringer. Uh, shout out to, uh, Tom, Chris, and Daryl, uh, our late night crew for sure. Um, oh, did meet, um, I didn't meet. I, it's, uh, got, got to bump into for a quick minute. Um, Barb and Mike Myers while they yeah, were on shout out, for Mike's mm-hmm. Shout out to Barb and Mike. Shout out to McDade for yes. sure. King of the, of the jam pieces. Um, uh, shout out to, let's, I'm just going to go down this list here. Um, uh, Dexter Vines, Jamal Igel, who by the way has lost a oh. hundred plus pounds. It looks great. He looks amazing. Um, uh, shout out to Jason Aaron, who, uh, other than a quick from a glance, hello, shaking, uh, like a 10 feet away. Hi, how are you? That was all we got got out of him. And, and again, it was cool to see because Jason Aaron and Jason Latour had the longest lines of the of the of the weekend. It's very very cool, especially for for Latour because this is his home show. He's been the owner there for years, and uh, it's it must just be a surreal experience for him to uh, to to be one of the big draws of the show. Um, uh, and and rounding out that 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 trio, shout out to Robbie Rodriguez who was also part of that whole thing. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Hahn and his lovely wife. Um, uh, sh- uh, shout out to Jonathan Hickman, who was very cool to us. Uh, we talked a little bit about him going on the show, and uh, he was very, very nice. Did a bumper for us. Um, as David mentioned, shout out to Stuart and Catherine Eminen. Uh, Carrie Rondolph, always good to see him. Uh, Michelle Fife, uh, Robert Atkins, who I only spoke to briefly, bumping into whom we were both getting our badges. Uh, batches, we don't need no stinking batches. Uh, Aaron Conley, Andrew McLean and his beautiful bride, uh, Andy Belanger, who is taking the success of Southern Cross very much in stride. Uh, Brian Hurt, we had a blast talking to. Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn, yes. Wants to come on the show. Total blast talking to Colin, catching up with him. Um, shout out to Brian Stelfreeze, not because we got to talk to him, because he was there oh. and he was running things. And he's one of those guys that, uh, he was up on stage painting a piece for the auction and was one of those dudes that had half an artist alley sitting watching him do do, do his work. I mean, just captivating uh, his fellow artists. Um, as David mentioned, Kerry Nord, other guys, the essential crew, Dan Panosian, always nice to see. Dan, I hope your six weeks of daddy, of, of, of Mr. Mom goes okay. Uh, again, Daniel Govar, Dave Bullock, Dave Johnson, um, Ed Pisker, great meeting him. You know, here's a guy that's had an unbelievable amount of success. I think his book is in 40 different uh, countries now. And yet, when we were chatting with him, he actually took the time to say that we move units for him, which absolutely floored me because I, I, I wouldn't think that we would have any impact on his book or he would notice. But he said every show he goes to, 
And, and, and this is really a shout out to our listeners because it's, it's incredible that you guys always give us props in the midst of this, but he said every show he goes to, uh, you know, 10 to 12 dudes come up and buy the book and mention that they heard about it from us. So that, that really made me feel great. Um, uh, Doc Shaner, uh, Francesco Francavilla, uh, James Heron, uh, Jim Rugg, funny Jim Rugg actually at first I could tell didn't recognize me. Um, <laughs> I said, you know, you're having trouble placing the face, aren't you? Called him out on it, but then he quickly uh, snapped back into reality. Uh, Guanjo, as David mentioned, I didn't talk to Guanjo, but I, you, I, you did, and you got your, your, you got that awesome head sketch in there. Um, of course, Norton got to hang out a ton with Norton. Great seeing him. Um, he's he's one of the nicest human beings in the biz. Period. End of story. Drogada, um, uh, again, a fellow Eagles fan. Love chatting with him. We chatted a lot of, as much football as we did comics. Uh, Pitara, I actually didn't get to see. And he said on Twitter the next day that I big timed him somehow. Because I didn't say hello to him. But, uh, so I'm saying hello now. Uh, Riley Brown. Ryan Brown, of course. Steggy and his lovely wife. Can't forget her. Scotty and Casey. Who is very pregnant and glowing. Um, uh, you know what, David? I was thinking about it. Was Tim Sale not there? No, he was. He was. I didn't. I didn't yeah. notice him. Okay, because he was on my list, but I never actually noticed him. Uh, Tom Rainey, Mr. Sholey, of course, uh, Wilfredo Torres, um, Alessandra Maselli, who just recently joined the Essential Sequential Crew, uh, Andrew Robinson, Chris Visions, um, Wachter, of course, Drew Moss, Kennedy, Gonzalez, Jamie Jones. Uh, Jay Gonzo and, uh, and Quinn, uh, Jeremy Treese and his wife, uh, as you, you mentioned Lindsay already, David, uh, Kagan McLeod, uh, Kelly Treebeard Williams, who I had got two pieces from of the weekend. He's a great, great dude. Uh, Kevin Mellon, who continues to have tremendous success with, uh, Archer, but still finding time to, uh, to do the comic thing. Kevin Wada, very nice dude, even though we were teasing him about how long it took him to do my jam piece. Very, very nice guy. Um, Matt and Charlene Kent, uh, another guy that, you know, I think there's a running, there's a running joke in comics that we all somehow managed to marry above ourselves. And, uh, I think Matt is, is in part of that camp. Charlene has, uh, got her shit together. Uh, Mateo, of course, Matthew Roberts and his wife, uh, Mike Lilly. First time I met him. Very nice dude. Actually, I think his birthday was this week. So happy birthday, Mike. Uh, Nathan Fox, Ramon, Ron Salas. Ryan Bodenheim. Ryan, my name's not Gary, but I, I still love you. Um, uh, Ryan Kelly. Huge, huge props to Ryan Lee, who did two pieces for Stringer, two pieces for me, including setting off my Cannibal Run Jam piece. He's a super humble dude and another guy that's way better than he realizes. So I hope sometime, somehow soon he realizes how good he is. Um, Sajad Shah, Sanford Green, another phenomenal dude. Um, Hip hop fan, just all around a great dude. Sean Crystal, Steve Mannion, uh, Vince, you'll be happy to know Steve is in a great place. He got married this past year and, uh, they moved down to North Carolina from Jersey. So they, uh, they're, they're, it's a local show for him now. Uh, Fantastic. Tommy Lee, Tula Lote, who is, I must admit, quite easy on the eyes. Mm. Um, very much so. Tyler Crook, Vanessa Del Rey, uh, Veronica Fish and her husband Andy, who were both set up at Artist Alley. Um, let's see, Alex Sanchez, uh, you mentioned Monster, Matthew Allison, um, Alex, uh, Alex Azirit, uh, another one of your boys, Vince, um, 
I'm trying to. Oh, Ben Mara, who yep. wants to come on the show? Dude, yes, yes. Are <laughs> you excited about Can't that? Wait, He's cool, dude. dude. Yeah, very oh, cool. Yeah. Dude. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I don't want to forget anybody. I'm going down the list here. Um, Chris Mitten. See, I almost forgot Chris Mitten. Yeah. Uh, who else? Let's see. This is a great radio. Sorry about this. I'm scrolling down, making sure we don't forget anybody. Uh, oh, Frank Barbieri, uh, Jersey boy. Oh, I uh, talked to him for a bit. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I think I talked to him at the bar for a bit. Um, okay. maybe you were out getting your 15 glass of, uh, liquor up at the hotel room that night. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no. Uh, it's true though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not lying there, am I? Uh, Jason Sean Alexander. Um, Joe Picar, who by the way would be great. Uh, I think Mario's the one that came up with this. He would be great for the Adrian Barbeau piece on the jam at some point down the road. Um, I think that's about, oh, Justin Ponzer, uh, Laura Martin, Jordanaire, who I, Vince, I thought she was going to color one of my jams for me, but, uh, she ended up running out of time. So, uh, Aww. such is life, but, uh, but maybe next time. Uh, Chris Anka, who, was sitting next to Wada and uh, ended up having a pretty pretty great conversation with him about original art. He's a big art collector on top of being an artist himself. Um, uh, I'm going to say that we're good. I think we're good. Uh, I think we're good. I don't. I don't. Cool. I don't see any. If I forgot you at this point, again, apologies. Not intentional uh, by any means. But uh, we had a great time. And uh, we'll see you all next year, as will Vince, the fucking trio. That is going to happen. Well, we hope, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, Heroes Con recap as much as I have. <laughs> and uh, remember, if, if you want to get your books cheap, there's only one place to get them. There's really only one place. And that's Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Remember these discounts and act quickly because it's... It, the window's closing. They're going to be in new discounts up probably next week or the not long after that. Fanographics, Hip Hop Family Tree. We talked about Ed Pisker. You can get the first issue of the new monthly ongoing series for $1.99. Karina Becco and Gabriel Hardman's Invisible Republic Trade Paperback Volume 1 from Image, $4.99. It's a dollar an issue, people. And uh, Neil Gaiman's Technophage from Super Genius will cost you in hardcover $13.74 in your travels. Um, I have an assignment for you because mm. I'll probably be talking about it next week. Uh, you meaning the listeners. I know you both read it. I implore you, my little hands are clasped in implorement for you to read a book written by Mark Guggenheim. Pencils by Carlos Pacheco. Inks by Mariano Taibo and colors by the great Frank Martin. I need you to read Squadron Sinister number one. Yes, indeed. Because it was capital A, ah, cap the whole world. Amazing. It was amazing. So good. The collision of not, I, I originally thought it was three universes, but it's four when you do the math. If you like the Squadron Supreme, if you like... Like myself, the epic Shadowline saga, the new universe, and uh, the Straczynski take on, uh, which I think was a Max comic, yep. wasn't it? The squad, it's all in here. You need to read this. Yeah. It was 
great. It's true. And it was. So read it. Squadron Sinister number one. Can't argue with that. And it even pokes a little bit of fun at the uh, Distinguished Competition. Oh, yes. Yes, that is. That's that's for a lot of my writing for the issue. Um, uh, in your travels, um, I am going to say... Oh, fuck it. I'm, it came out this week. Russian Olive to Red King. That hmm. it, it is, uh, like I said, I, we won't talk about it next week because Jason won't be here. I need to oh, that's true. talk oh, to damn. Uh, talk, talk. We have a problem then. You're leaving too? Yeah, I'll be on the shore all week. Oh, no. We best do something tomorrow. <laughs> oh, maybe we're going to talk about Russian Olive tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good. So. I was gonna pop the boner on you at the end of the, after we were done recording and see what was happening, but I got to do it now. Oh shit! <laughs> I might Why be able it? for that. Although it depends. I got to pack for my trip, but we'll see. Me too, but we can huh. stick it in. Oh, Twist shit. it. That's hilarious. We can just pound out some quick reviews, make it uh, make it happen. Uh, that's right. We can see. Dad's going to keep holding it down. He can maybe have. <laughs> MTV's Mario. Get Ian. Uh, Mario. Get Ian. Oh, Ian'll do it. Maybe have Mario on, have <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> oh. Heroes recap part two. Scotty, remember that Here, time remember? you drew that thing? God damn you, I was just gonna say that. Remember that time? In the uh, bar with the thing. So yeah, so um yeah. Catherine wrote it and, and Stuart drew it. The Eminence bring you um this awesome Hardcover that, uh, that, that ad house, um, is more than happy to, uh, to, to sell to you. This is a, um, I just, I, I told the guys I read it and, and I could not stop thinking about it. I was talking to Renee about it on the ride home. It was just, it, it, it stuck with me and, and you need to, um, it, and apparently yeah. according to their blog, they, uh, it's, it's been, they've been working on, they've, they've had this idea. They've been, uh, They've kept going back to it for the past five years. And, um, you know, so sometimes it just, you can't rush things. It, it, if things take as long as they, they take to, so the story can be told. I mean, so be it, but this was, uh, this is worth the wait. This is just a, a fantastic piece of work. So, uh, that is what I recommend for your your travels. Awesome. Uh, all right, respect, respect. Um, you know what? Because uh, I was thinking I was going to do that same book, but but uh, but I'll, I'll I'll throw in your in your travels love out to uh, another Marvel Secret Wars tie-in. Um, probably the my choice for best of the week. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, shit. wait, oh shit! Oh damn! Because it's one, it, it's something that you both like. How do you know? How do you know what I'm going to say? Ooh, well, it did he did say this week, right? Yeah. Did this did this come out this yeah. week? Oh, I I, I oh, read it okay. this week. I don't know if it came out this week. Okay. Uh, but I I should almost ask you to guess now because you you said, oh damn, like you're. I was thinking as soon as you said it, E for extinction. That is correct. <laughs> David doesn't like, like we it. don't know you. Oh, you must. David just don't know. Uh, Marvel's E for Extinction. E is for Extinction. Uh, written, not drawn, but written by Mr. Chris Burnham. Uh, drawn by Ramon Villa Lobos. Uh, 
uh, with um, colors by Ian Herring. Thank you, Ian Herring. Yes, um, and then uh, letters by Clayton Calls. It, it this is a direct descendant of Morrison's New X Men, and I personally thought it hit all the right notes. I think Ramon is spiritually a descendant of that artistic tree. Yep. He's by no means exactly like Quietly, but he is certainly inspired by Quietly. Yes. And I thought it worked really well here. Um, Got a little bit of Burnham in him too. Absolutely. Burnham, he as you noted, is is very much part of that Quietly tree as well and has worked with uh over the years repeatedly and I think has a good sense of um of, of the new X-Men uh, setting and characterization. And I enjoyed this quite a bit. I thought it was a fascinating look at um, a world where the mutants are kind of living their own life and just doing their own thing, but there's still some dissension and the U-Men show up and it's, um, I dug the art. I, 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 it was nice to see some of these characters again for the first time in a long time. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, uh, it hit all the right spots for me. It was like a happy ending. Yeah. And the freedom fighters are not at the top of their game. <laughs> that is true. Not at all. I mean, if you want to see it pudgy and busted, uh, Scott and Emma, and especially Wolverine, Wolverine's yeah. healing factor is, is Ooh. on the, on the skin. Fucking idiot so slices. Scott, Scott and Emma, Scott and Emma are tore up from the floor up in this. Yeah, yes. yeah, but that, that's what's so great about this issue. Um, you get to see the struggle to, I mean, you, I, I get a feeling how this is going to come out, maybe, but that's being the underdogs this far down just to see what they can possibly do. Cause I loved what Emma did to Scott, how she, she yeah. jump started his, his, uh, mental ability. So he has a little bit of, you know, the, the Emma slash Jean Grey, uh, uh, telekinesis and, and uh, things going on. But the best thing about this issue, I got to say, is where, where else are you going to see the beast surrounded by sperm? It's very <laughs> true. In this As issue. Hank McCoy continues his his streak of, of being one of the smartest guys to make some of the dumbest decisions. Yep. <laughs> In this case, is a fertility doctor getting humans, uh, helping them make sure they have mutant babies. By design. There's all, By design. Yes, I want to have mutant beings. Yes. But there's also an air of the Bendis run in this thing, too, when he gets to knock on the door. That is true. Yes. I thought it was a great issue. And it, it's not often that uh, a person can successfully make the transition from behind the artboard to behind the, let's just say, typewriter. I mean, we see it all the time. These guys, they get in the, in the pilot seat and they just tank. Uh, Burnham did not tank. Nope. No. I think one of the keys is if you're, uh, if you're, if you've ever been on the show or a friend of the show and you're an artist and you decide to write, you're going to pull it off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not as particularly true, yeah. but. Really? Well, I'll we'll we'll talk about that. Well, I don't want to make it seem like we're easy. Well, I'm sure there's true. been some, one of our guests that has just like screwed the pooch, but I, I can't think of well, any offhand. Well, me, Ryan Brown, but. For real. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. 
<laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for being here once again. If you enjoyed what you heard, I'm sure you did. Come back next week because, which will really be tomorrow, because we will be waiting for you. We'll be just sitting here with a, uh, a beverage and our fingers tapping on the table, just waiting for you to come. And if so anyone happens just... to be in Turks and Caicos next week, you can reach out. Yeah. Or Bethany Beach. Give me up my page. Oh, or Putnam Valley. I, I... <laughs> 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 dick, dick, dick. Yeah. We, we will be all over the globe. Yeah. Oh, and in your, in your travels, don't forget to pre-order your Devastator combiner from Amazon right now. Tip of the hat. Um, yeah, join us next week. We'll be waiting for you. Say good night, David. Good night, David. Oh, he waited too long. A little bit, but I don't, I don't call him out on it. He gets all upset. Yeah, yeah, Bye. What else? <laughs> Miss you guys already. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I waited too long, man.